Welcome everyone to the Fader Connections Path of Exile Community Podcast, episode number 74. Uh, it's been a while. We haven't had a podcast in so long that the new leagues already announced yesterday night, just a little bit longer than 24 hours ago. We had the reveal stream for Path of Exile 3.18 Sentinel. And alongside the Challenge League, we have a bunch of interesting changes coming to rare monsters, to the endgame Atlas passive tree, and to the game in general. Although most notably, there is no change to the game balance in terms of skills, abilities, ascendancy classes, but there's still tons of things to talk about. And as we're running late, we'll skip the introductions. The people who have been here have already heard us talk for quite some time, and we want to get into the juice. So without further ado, let us welcome our guests, Tuna, Velina, and uh, Balor Mage, uh, as always. Hi, guys. Uh, just let's jump into it. Tuna, first impression. Uh, what did you? Th what were your first thoughts when you saw Sentinel? Mm, really like um, them iterating upon the Alice Passivity. <laughs> Very happy to see that. So that gives me hope as well for the future. Like building upon a modular system is always a good thing. So that's really nice. I'm looking forward to that. And um, yeah, the league's look, league looks pretty good as well. But that's something that I think we'll have to wait and see. But yeah, <laughs> pretty sweet so far. I think I agree. Uh, that's a good take for the first, uh, you know, TLDR. What do you think, uh, Valina? I don't even know what Sentinel League is at this point because I'm just so excited about all the quality of life things that I'm like, who? What? Little things I put together? That sounds awesome. <laughs> sure. I, everything else is incredible. Like, what do you mean, ascendancies that, that we don't even know what they are yet? I just saw this thing for, like, your favorite maps can never drop. I can get rid of cells forever, dude. Ever. <laughs> no cells. Think of all the trash maps I can get rid of. Oh, my God. Oh, the extra uba uba bosses. I predicted that, by the way. I just want to say my one prediction. I mean, it had to happen. We all knew it. But I'm saying I took that prediction. I, I didn't think it was going to happen that fast, honestly. Like, no, I had no high hopes for that. And, I just have to uh, say that yeah. I've decided Uber Uber Elder. I'm just going to call Primal Ancient Legendary Elder. <laughs> <laughs> this works. Not Uber Elder. This absolutely works. Not Uber Uber. Yeah. Uber Uber works actually really well. But yeah, I'm I'm just wow. It's remember I, I remember before the incident of three point one five. <laughs> where people were like, if only they would give us quality of life. I wouldn't even care about the league that much, you know? Quality of life, here you go. And you just slap some quality of life in this bad boy, you know? Like, oh my god. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of quality. I'm, I'm, I'm excited, you can tell. <laughs> this bad boy can fit so much quality of life. <laughs> yeah, I can vividly imagine the meme. Yeah, no, I mean, honestly... I'm a little bit sad myself because I've been preaching this a lot on stream is like, I don't want leagues all the time that have like an extra thing in the map that you click that spawns monsters that you then kill and then you get loot. I'm just sort of mm -hmm. tired of this very common ARPG trope. And I know it's very hard to deviate from it without having it feel like a path of exile league. And they will necessarily have to come back to that concept over and over again. But, uh, I really personally enjoyed betrayal. That's always my, mm. 
my uh, you know my perfect league because it sort of forces you itself onto you and you need to make decisions differently without like being able to opt out there's always like a different sort of pressure on onto your build and onto everything you do and um sadly sentinel doesn't do that either but it is meaningfully different from from how you know from ritual ultimatum legion breach uh, blight and all the ones that you click and you spawn monsters and you pick up the loot so i'm willing to give it uh, a try and it it definitely probably can make for some really spicy encounters with in combination with the new um rare monster mods that come from mm. arch nemesis and stuff oh, like that i'm looking forward to some some really tight moment to moment gameplay yeah that's a good point i think i agree with you but for me it's always been more on the side of like uh enjoying mechanics that are sort of like things that you can explore within themselves that are like uh like uh, i mean you could look at things like synthesis uh you could look at things like um even heist even though i don't really like heist at all or or delve which is sort of self-contained um mm. and it's like a system in itself that you can explore and it's like a mini game within the game that is then yeah. tied into the main game so it's sort of like you can create value uh for other people outside of that mechanic by playing inside that mechanic and that's something i enjoyed mm. about poe as well and lately since many many leagues it's just been focused around being in the alice which is completely fine but um I sort of uh, would like to maybe see something that's, uh, you know, like more of a system rather than more just like there. a... Something, something like Delve, Synthesis, or Heist that's outside of the Atlas. You know what? Yeah, or, or it could even be in the Atlas, but it'd be like an actual system, if you mm-hmm. know what I mean. Like something that you you have to... Even if you, that doesn't mean like having to stop in maps, because I don't particularly like stopping in maps and yeah. looking at things like expedition or whatever. But um, I do like expedition encounters per se. But uh, it's just maybe like something that I actually have to think about, you know, and plan plan around. And um, it's it's like less of a less of a carrot and stick thing, and more of like a I become the sort of like the driver, <laughs> if that makes sense. <laughs> Like I'm, I'm in control of my of my rewards because of the decisions I made. And then you hit the one damage that you do, and now you get nothing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like I think expedition is good at that, right? Because you you, you are pretty much in control in logbooks, but in maps, yeah. it's just you take everything, so it th- doesn't matter at all. Yeah, exactly. I think mechanically logbooks, like in general, logbooks are very good. It's Big good money design. in logbooks. Logbooks and actually delve because nobody does it anymore. Huge money. <laughs> yeah. Huge. Yeah. I'm still never doing delve and I still just sell logbooks. Like yeah. I'm somebody, I just oh. want to exist in the Atlas. I don't like any of this. Like it should exist. I'm happy it does, but I'm just going to sell that stuff on because it's not for me. <laughs> I, so am I the only one who's like a little concerned about Sentinel League itself? Like about the actual mechanics of putting two things together yeah. to craft another thing, so not then have that. Re- the depletion. No, the way yeah. it looks to function in maps, I'm pretty sure I move too fast to use them. Like, when am I going to have a screen full of mobs? Mobs are dead before I get to the screen. Just don't play a meta build, Baylor. Okay, I'm not. I'm going to be league starting as lightning arrow. 
that sounds like it could be meta. All right. <laughs> and I'm just, I'm worried. To, to be fair, before I get like too upset about it, mm-hmm. I'm still incredibly happy overall. Like yeah. all the quality of life stuff, all the Atlas changes, like everything looks great. And I'm super excited about it. I just, I'm worried that the Sentinel League itself will be one of those things that I'm ignoring from like day three mm-hmm. for the rest of the league. And it'll just be like playing in standard again, which is what this last league was for me. By the time I was juicing properly and wearing a headhunter, I just didn't do recipes anymore. And and then, then I couldn't even hide them. So it was just like extra green stuff to not click in my mouth. <laughs> to not click on. And then accidentally click on and be like, oh, why? Yeah. <laughs> and I just, I'm worried that that might happen again. Yeah. That's all. They I have their they... own spot, right? Yeah, um, like, they do. They got their own stash. Yeah. Okay, but when you pick them up, they're they're two by twos instead of one item. Yeah. So they like they take up so much space. Yeah, and they seem to uh, go into your inventory, right? Like you you have a yeah. separate stash for them in your in your hideout, then or what? Like separate to your actual stash. Yeah. But when you pick them no, up in uh, the map, when they drop, no, they're still going to go into your it? inventory. They just got like a heist locker. Yeah, that's like, what I was like, wondering. Like yeah, yeah. Right, they got a heist locker, but you need to bring them back through the portal in your inventory, and then you can stash them in the dedicated space yeah. instead of like having to waste your own stash space that you may not have that much of if you're a new player who has barely invested into getting stash tabs. So that's good that they have like a, a system for storing them, but I do think that's troublesome that they they are so big. <laughs> like two by two is pretty big. Like, how many do mm. we drop per map? What do you think? Oh. <laughs> but, I mean, I mean they, told, they told me we were going to be getting like two organs per map, and I get like 35 organs per map. <laughs> so I don't know, like 15 sentinels a map if you're juicing. Like, that would be uh, crazy, dude, because like they have charges, right? Like what we've seen before. From what we've mm-hmm. seen now, they have like between eight and 12 charges each, and you can only use each sentinel type once per map. So that means like they last you a while, right? Like if you, even if you get only one every three maps, you're not gonna run out. I don't know. To me, it looks like um, depends how many monsters are in your map or like what you craft on it and how many times it triggers. But to me, it seemed like which is this was the thing that worried me the most was that they would probably only last about three maps or something. Well, so the mm. the good ones, the rare ones, have twelve charges. And if you spec into it, you can only use each one two per map, twice per okay. map, no matter no matter what they are. If you they're one per map by default, and you can spec into using two per map, which means every six maps you've got to replace yeah. them if you're using only good ones. All right, which which doesn't line up with sextant use, and I just at gotta all tell you, that's I mean, real annoying. Wait, wait, if you only use three sextants, then it's three and three is six. It's like, you know, you just got to double down on your sextants before you oh change boy. your sextant. Who uses oh threes? No. I do because I'm, I don't care about that extra one. What is it? 33% more or something? I don't care. I'm on the other side of the busy. <laughs> the issue as well is that like, if you actually do want to get the ones that you want, you have to uh, probably buy them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, like I, I, uh, I'm, I'm like this sort of player who, I'm, I'm pretty lazy when it comes to playing, and there's certain things that just, um, like if it's a, 
I, I'm the sort of player that's like, I, I just want to do what I what I like doing. And if there's something that just annoys me even a tiny bit, I completely ignore it. And that's kind of like what yeah. happened with Arch Nemesis. And even small things like, I don't like incubators. So I, I yep. even if I filter out all the best ones, I just don't use them. So yep. this mechanic... I still like half a quad tab full of those. And I, I throw them all. Like, they're only the good ones. I just never put them on. Throw them in the yeah. garbage. <laughs> okay. I just tend to forget about them. By well, the time it. like I'm going like at, in the map and I remember it, then it's too late because it's in the stash. I yes. literally forget about my sextants, which is good. Everybody loves them. And it's just like three of that. I don't know. The, there's a level to how many things that you need to keep track of, I think, in Path yeah. of Excel. We're sort of slowly getting away from the thing that we have to like check, double check, triple check everything. But at the same time, it's like, okay, every time you open a map, like I get like a little bit of anxiety if I'm, if I'm, if I'm investing a lot in, into a map. I'm like, I check my sextant, I double check it. And then I make sure that everything's right. I check my map that I've rolled it correctly, put my scarabs in, and then again, do the checks again. And it's like, okay, now I can mm -hmm. open the thing. And then you do it. And then but because once you, you get checked twice, that, it unselects the, the atlas, the thing that you've picked. And you're like, right. shit, have I picked that right again? Hang on, scroll back down to the bottom, find the one that I want. There it is. <laughs> oh, God. And oh, adding I'm more so things to that, that they... can become like mentally like, you know, taxing, I suppose. So happy that they fixed the bug where it deselects the, the mod on your map device. That threw me that off so bug? many times. Yeah. yeah, there was like a bug fix in the in the patch notes where, where it said if you use like a... I don't know what it was. If you used something on a map, then on the next map that you'd open, the, it was deselected and you'd have to select a new one. I don't know. It was, I maybe it was when to... you use one of the special ones or something like that. I thought I always just had to select this new one every map. Yeah. How it's been. Well, I have to check what the patch notes are. Yeah, every uh, map you gotta scroll down. Because it's not <laughs> like every map. Like if I run maps like without that, then it works. But yeah, I'll check that out. While I'm checking that out, quickly talk about um the fact that the micromanagement, unlike Arch Nemesis, the micromanagement happens like mostly outside of the map with Sentinel, right? You have to mm -hmm. press the button to activate the Sentinel at the pivotal point where you have like the big pack around you and you want to buff them to get like max rewards but that should be fine if you don't have a, like a very you know button heavy build then you can easily fit that into your rotation and if you like already like juicing your maps and you're doing like all these extra steps of sextant scarabs uh map thing and stuff then maybe you can fit in the sentinel thing i personally think it boils down to whether they're like you need to click them and then move them to the inventory slot and click again, or whether you could just right-click them and they're instantly equipped. Like, if it goes fast, then it's fine, I think. They probably instantly equip, and you also most likely will be able to filter them out. So if you don't want to pick up all the all the ones that are not relevant to you or all the ones that nobody wants to buy, then since they drop corrupted, that means that they're identified and they have explicit modifiers and they're not unique. So that means that those explicit modifiers have to be named. So there will be filtering sections for them in Filter Blade. So luckily, we'll be point. able to actually just be like, oh, I don't want the <laughs> ones that are just like bad mods or whatever. So you can filter them out. So that's 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 a good thing. So to th this goes back to the complaint that you guys said earlier of like maybe like twenty of them dropping per map. But if you if you're able to filter them out, you only get the ones that are good for you. Yeah. So hopefully, or good for the recipes that you do, because there's actually like multiple levels of. Uh, little robots right because eventually what you're going to be doing is you're going to get be getting like two different genome types 
or two similar genome types to then combine them together to create another string of genome or whatever they want to call it to then get this like extra modifier on there which is what you want to look for and most likely that's a 33% chance of getting that are we breeding sentinels is this pokemon like what's happening pretty much yeah <laughs> Or, oh my like, god, really? Like, the whole thing is Wait, like, it's, they have like genome strings, basically. And, I like, thought they, they just like, gave me a, new B, random. They don't no, give no, me new okay. random? It's not random, it's like uh, the, the specific like genomes to the, to the specific robots, yeah. Here's the important part though, right? They, it originally started as like a, a what do you call it, like a like a life-based thing, like we were breeding something, <laughs> like it was a life-based thing. It wasn't, and then it changed over the course of development into these, like, robots. But, like, the whole thing is, is like, literally actually breeding things. Yeah. And I if you look at it, if you look at it, it looks like a uterus. What do you mean? Oh, <laughs> go and have a look. The, the, the recombinator, thing? yeah, I know oh what you mean. The recombinator looks like a uterus and you can't unsee it. It's the it's the meaning of life. I don't see that. It's, it's I mean, the cradle, the sorry, is, the cradle of life. Mm -hmm. I mean, you're going to be seeing all league now. All league, you can't you can't not see it anymore. I mean, at the end of the day, don't many things look like a uterus? Like, let's be real here. I mean, it, it's really, really reduced. Like, it's really abstract, right? It's like, you know, just two things here two, and one thing down I there. I mean, and then it's like literally, the frog's face in the right light could probably look the same. Like, don't... Exactly. <laughs> like, it's it's just a, a smiley with a with an astonished face. <laughs> I think you are seeing what you want to see, Baylor. I, got, I ain't gonna lie here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hormones kicking in, that. Baylor. It's time to become yeah, a father. I want to unsee that. Hmm. You want to unsee it? It's too late. You already said so. <laughs> I want to unsee it. <laughs> when I saw it, I honestly, uh, I, I thought it was like, is this Wrath of the Lich King? I saw a little spiky horns. It was the same kind of blue. I was like, what is this? I did not even remotely pick up on any of that. And I also didn't realize that I was gaining two traits and a random third trait. Yeah. Which Think is of it like very... a DNA combining, basically. That is kind of exciting. I'm worried about how much time I'm going to spend into that. So now you understand what I'm seeing and what I'm saying mm. with the micro, right? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I, I feel like I'm just going to buy them. <laughs> I'm going to be honest. Yeah. Because I'm, I'm more interested in when they showed how you use them. He had a step like uh, his sentinel said like 84 in this one area and like 56 in this other one. Like he had this many charges or stacks or something when he was hitting them in the uh, display. Why is there a uterus on the screen? I just <laughs> <laughs> I was just like so people could see that it's like you know decide for themselves. Just, just, just turned continue. my head for a second. <laughs> Anyways, so yeah. Um, you know what? That totally threw me off. I don't. Wh who? <laughs> she doesn't even remember what she was talking about. <laughs> it's gone. It's gone. It was I wiped away by the. I should be the one to bring you back on track now because I, I actually was listening, but I also mm. forgot now. Uh, I don't. I don't know. I don't know what I was saying anymore. It's gone now. That was too... Derailed everyone. I, it's, my brain was gone. Okay, what I just saw there, what? <laughs> so, oh, 
Yeah, that, that makes sense why Chris uh, mm. said that it's like like ge genetic recombination. Like, I was a little bit thrown off when he said that like any uh, that anyone who has something to do with IT or with computer science or something like that would recognize that it's like genetic recombination. I was like, what does genetic recombination have to do with computer science? Like, <laughs> is, it, is that not like... Do two uh, sentinels love each other and then create a third sentinel? Is this how it works? <laughs> yeah. But so... Computer so you think there's fanfiction. certain mods that can only spawn when you combine like certain tiers? Like say the, the sentinels that you find all have tier one mods or like one kind, one level, right? And then if you combine two level one things, then you may get a level two. And then the, these are only from recombination. You can't drop mm. them and then you can combine those again and get like a higher tier. Is that what you think? That there's exclusive mods that are sort of locked behind repeated, uh, repeated cycles of, um, of recombination? Honestly, I just think synthesis feel. Yeah, they're, they're, it's just a. I think this is literally just a fancy redressing of the synthesizer, where mm -hmm. you combine certain certain types of mods, and then they then, if you get a certain threshold of like percents, they're gonna have a they're gonna have a, either a guarantee or a percent chance to to get like a a new modifier, like it's the same thing as like you're getting on the items. I think, but just basically for your little robots. So on the items, I don't know if you saw, but you'll be able to do the same thing to items. And then you can get like explicit modifiers that we, we, we have not ever seen before on items. Like for example, power charge explicits. Um, yep. So I, I mean, that was probably like them, like, um, you know, don't get your hopes up. This is probably going to be like the onslaught boots or whatever, but you know, that's basically, they're just like, um, honey dicking you with like a really, really good mod. <laughs> One hundred percent. You ready to waste money yeah. trying to make that good ma mod a reality? And you know, I I also have friends that they're they're gonna buy like hundred x implicit synthesis rings to then put in there for a thirty three percent chance to keep it and to get the power charge on top of that. And that's what's gonna happen for you need to create softcore triards. Yeah, yeah, and they're probably gonna be spending like mm -hmm. hundreds of exalts because that's wait technically that's said, the new mirror tier. They said influence. Do you think synth rings could actually go in there too? Yeah. yeah. Well, they have yeah. to. It's the only way. Because you could also see that they, they shifted over a fractured modifier, which also means you could probably have yeah. more than one fractured modifier. And that fractured mm -hmm. modifier is only present on uh, ring ring males, whatever they're called. Like yeah, the grassy males. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Those. Yeah, so, I mean, it's basically just like um, the, the, the little preview was basically just saying like, this is what you can do if you're like mm -hmm. if you're ballsy, I guess. Like, which is the whole point of that? It's just to show you that the possibility of these things is there, and then the mm -hmm. rest is going to be up to the players to um, basically like read through the data mine to figure out how to how to how to actually make it work. I'm I love burn that, so though. much money. Well, I'm that's it. It's, think about min maxing. Like, okay, for example, I can go through anywhere from four to seven characters a league, and I get exhausted. But I I love to min max as much as I can each one of them for the very end game stuff to just take, I'm going to take 300 X and make nothing, you know, but like try to make something. <laughs> I'm so, I'm so excited, you know, especially for certain characters that only use like redeemer only rings, no double influences to try to really get something stupid. Right. Like that's, that's going to be really, that's really fun. And I like that. I like it. Yeah. I definitely can't wait to see someone that gets the synth implicit stay, stayed, that gets like a plus one implicit power charge ring that has a power charge on the, 
<laughs> just those two power charges in a ring. <laughs> that would be amazing. Yeah, but do you guys yeah. think that this has the power to take uh, influenced mods out of the respective influence pools? As in, like, you no, combine like a, two influenced items or one influenced and a non-influenced, and you end up with a non-influenced item that has an influenced mod? They no. answered that. Um, they, they did answer the Q&A. that. Specifically, that yeah. question. All right, because yeah, it so seems to me like if it picks the base that doesn't have influence, then mm-hmm. the influence modifiers are, are not selectable. Because what I'm thinking is, there's this astral plate that has spell suppression, which naturally mm-hmm. an armor base can't roll spell suppression. So they mm-hmm. must have combined like an evasion type base with an armor base, and then get the mod and the base from the different sources, right? When recombining. So I was wondering whether that could also work with influenced mods. But Yeah, no. Just just regular mods. I must have like phased out during that part of the interview. <laughs> yeah, there was some moments where I commented on stuff and I turned down the volume real quick. So there were so many things I missed the first time. I've watched it three times now. Really? There's just so many things. Period. Yeah. yeah. It's See, amazing. I, yeah. I think, I personally think, depending on what mods they put on, you very well could craft yourself something better than like an influence ringer. Or depending on just, I mean, how lucky you get, of course, right? As always, I am, I, I gotta honestly say, I have never been more excited to see gear since Harvest League. Because Harvest took out the joy of looking at gear. Because everybody's gear was perfect. Mm-hmm. Oh, look at all your T1s. Oh, you got a bunch of elevated influence. I don't care. Right? <laughs> but this is so much chance. I'm so interested to see the kind of things that people actually come up with and make and expand. I'm so, I'm really intrigued. Could be really good for sure, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Some of these could be... Some of these could be insane mixed items that also have Eldritch implicits. Yeah. I Yeah. Like you that, could definitely do that. Like that chest that we were shown that had like 100% global on an astral plate with 31 suppression, which is mm-hmm. insane because you like can't what? get either of those on the base, can then also get Eldritch implicits? No, not that astral because it was a fractured 100 global defenses. Oh, true. Yeah, True. but let's just was, say it could still have the spell suppression, something else nutty, and then still put on Eldritch because it's just a regular ra- rare mm. items are going to become more exciting than just looking at influence items now. Because normally you're like, Pe- a rare is my mid game. The influence Pe- is the end. <laughs> People are finally going to be able to link us items again that we're actually interested in looking at. I know. <laughs> Because that's it's been a long time since people like link me items, and I'm like, oh yeah, that's really good. <laughs> like, I, 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 it's just an item, man. Like, there's 70 other items like that that got made today. Like, you're not special, <laughs> but now, wow, so now there's gonna be some some bullshit. <laughs> mm-hmm. I know it's it's. I'm just really excited to see. Like, people, I know that a lot of people are worried. Oh, the meta's gonna stay the same. First of all, I didn't even get a chance to play the meta last league, so I'm kind of excited for that. Maybe I get a chance to be a meta cuck this time. I'm really looking forward to it. And second, think about all the new things you can add to that meta to make it better. <laughs> okay? <laughs> this is the time before they nerf it all to hell. Goodbye, Omni. Next league, goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like people that say 
the meta is the same, whatever, probably paid like one build. Right. You just copy that off someone. So the exactly. fact that like saying the meta stale when people play like one build and they copied it, I feel like it's a little bit unfair. I it's very there's, unfair. There's like ten meta builds. Pick a different one. Not even just <laughs> yeah. ten metas. Like anything that's not S tier is considered trash. But like A tier yeah. builds are really good. I don't see the issue with going with something slightly different. <laughs> you know? It's not that bad. Like I have um explosive concoction. I love that build. I absolutely love it. I not Omni. Not Omni, although it's very good with Omni. But yeah, like it's that was that's never been meta. I hope it doesn't go too meta because the prices. But you know, it's really like these are really fun. There's so many things you can do now. Definitely. Yeah, I I was kind of disappointed when people told me that uh, that the audience in the official Path of Exile channel shot down the announcement and and posted resident sleepers and and I've seen a lot of people on the Reddit being upset about the the balance changes and about the league and I, even on Twitter like. Quinn tweeted that I actually want to read that out real quick because I, it strikes a, a, a certain um, nerve. Like I, I had a similar thought. He said something along the lines of, yeah, exactly. So here, Hey, so because all the content we're making, we don't have time to do a thorough rebalance. Okay. That's fine. Just tell people that, wait, what if we pretend it's a feature of the expansion? Enjoy consistent yeah. character balance. So that that's what I'm like. Also, I felt a little bit while I was watching that they're trying to sell me nothing as something. But mm. outside of that, I'm like, I don't mind. Like they've been doing balance patches every league for years and years and years in a row. So let them, I, I give them the benefit of the doubt or I let them give the benefit of the doubt and see what happens if they don't do balance changes once, right? And the meta stays the same. The balance state stays roughly the same. Because on the one hand, I agree with Chris, right? There's so many new things between 3.17 and 3.18 that, um, there's plenty of things to try out even without balance changes. And a lot of people mm -hmm. skip 3.17 because of other game releases. So it's not the worst. And then on the other hand, I also think that they have like a firm grip on what the balanced state of the game is and what things are strong and why they're strong and what needs to change, but they're just holding back on the changes. So for once, instead of getting somewhat knee-jerked and like sometimes not super thought through changes, we'll see what happens to the meta if it stays the balance stays the same for another three months, because there may still be shifts, you know, depending on the requirements that the new content and the new endgame bosses have to the builds that you want to do with them, then uh, that you want to do them with, then that may still cause a, somewhat a shift of what is the best build. And then also, yeah, I'm just really looking forward to the big balance changes that they're probably going to do with 3.19 when they sat another three months on their notes where they were like, okay, this needs to change, but we're, you know, reviewing it continuously and, and making adjustments as we go along. So I hope that like the, the next balance patch is really well cooked through and a lot of changes that make sense. I'm not saying this is the case, but would anyone here actually be surprised if the literal, like, best build or best league start that could exist in this current patch isn't even popular right now and just no one knows about it? I wouldn't be remotely surprised. Like, if there could be a guide that comes out next week and be like, from some, like, random person who isn't even a content creator, 
who was like, hey, I played this last league and it was better than all your builds. And we could all look at it and be like, oh no, <laughs> it's so good. And none of us would be shocked, right? No. Yeah. Like the idea of a, a stale meta after three months is ridiculous. Like, uh, it's ridiculous. Like, what do you mean? We, we haven't even tried like half the stuff. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, uh, I was, uh, like, for example, last league, I was testing Yabalista for, like, a month before the league went live. Like, trying to make the build actually n- not complete dog shit, because at first it was. And it was pretty shit. And people were like, oh, this is pretty shit. And then you made it not shit. And then all of a sudden, it's like, now I'm meta cuck, because I decided <laughs> I to make a build and play it. And then people decided that they would make they would make it and play it as well. So now I'm like... How dare you be you. such a meta cuck? It's like, bro. How did you do this? <laughs> I'm just trying to make a build for my league starter. So, I know. Don't know. Mm-hmm. How could you make such a popular build and become a meta cuck? I can't believe this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but that's actually like how it how it works. <laughs> right. Unfortunately, <laughs> oh, how it works. But that's that exactly also goes goes towards saying that like. Somebody could 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 just make a build and people think it's trash and then he just changes the tree and it makes it good and then it's insane. Yeah. And people play it and it becomes meta. That's literally the thing that's kept me in the game for nine years is the fact that something there's always something to play, something to try. Like, no offense, Diablo, but you've got like six things to pick from, five things within those six things, and that's my life. All right. Like <laughs> This is way, this is just so much more interesting. And um, the things that you can do, I mean, I'm still waiting for somebody to come out there with a conversion trap that actually like works for any reason whatsoever. But like, <laughs> until, <laughs> until that time, why not? The conversion trap was buffed this league. No, oh, wait. I mean, just by nature of the rares being way more impactful <laughs> and stronger. That's true. That's uh, which reminds me, I'm terrified of some of these rares. I'm actually ter- I'm I'm shaking in my boots about the certain rares I'm not prepared for. Uh you're right about the the conversion yeah. trap, but like outside of that meme there's also the actual non-meme build dumbbell. No, that's a meme build. I'm sorry to tell you. That's meme. <laughs> Valor, please. No, At least defend dominating plot. It's not a meme. Why would I? Why would I do that? Uh, yeah, I don't know. I thought you were a fan of the build. Well, yeah. but there's a better. There's a. There's a. Uh, what's the name of the new one? The spell one? Anyone? Absolution. Please? Absolution. Yeah, but it's absolution build, doesn't get rare mods. Ranged and way better. Better. It doesn't get rare mods. Yeah, but. No matter how many rare mobs you give Dominating Blow, Absolution does like eight times the damage from range at double the speed. All right. I, dominating Blow just isn't Don't a worry. thing anymore. They're just going to get another 200% buff and they're going to be 600% more damage. It's going to be fine, guys. <laughs> okay. Easy. <laughs> it's going to be fine. Um. Yeah, so uh, um, outside of the non-existing balance changes, there is a shit ton of Atlas Endgame improvements. Any any personal highlights from that uh, section of the live reveal stream for you? Uh, I can nerd out about this if you want for just a little bit. 
Sure, I'll just say what my favorite is. And my favorite okay. is I can exclude uh, Metamorph and Harvest from spawning, and I'll never have to stand still in my maps again and think about like items that I don't have or stuff. <laughs> yep. This is huge for you as well, by the way. But you can completely cut out um, all mechanics, right? And it'll give you an 18% chance to spawn a specific mechanic. That's base chance. Uh, so that's that's 18% base chance. And you can get, I think, 20% base chance as well on top of that by taking all of the nodes from the mechanic that you do want. So then at that point, you're, I think you're, I think it's 20 or like 10 or something like that. But um, all up, you're included with a keystone that gives you extra chance to spawn mechanic and only that mechanic and no other mechanic appears. Uh, you'll be able to get 75% chance to spawn the mechanic that you do want. So you could actually just put Harvest on there. 75% yes. of the time it's going to spawn in your map. And that's literally something that you can do with the mechanic that you do want. And I think one of the things, this is mechanically, I'm not exactly sure if it's going to work exactly the way it does, but mechanically, um, or in with the wording, it says that they don't have a chance to spawn, but that doesn't necessarily mean that you can't use scarabs to spawn them. True, so, they don't have a natural spawn chance, but you can probably exactly. still, uh, still... You can force it. Yeah. Right, so, I mean, essentially what you could do is you could basically like force spawn a mechanic, or have 75% chance to force spawn a mechanic, and then on top of that, you scarab, so we'll have to see. Uh, but, I mean, think about thinking about this for like League Start, um, there's certain mechanics that you can't spawn specifically without scarabs, so... Uh, sorry, with uh, with scarabs, so like harvest, for example, and you'll just mm -hmm. be able to get like seventy five percent chance to spawn harvest or ritual, which is pretty insane. That's absolutely nutty. That is. Can we just say? Can we just hands down say that the Atlas passive tree is the best thing they've ever made for us? Yeah, for it's sure. amazing. I, I've actually wanted to play the game last weekend just because okay like like just because like it's it's near the end of the league i've been playing for three months and at the end i was like what if i just do those log books i have on a weekend when i don't normally play the game that much <laughs> i have other <laughs> games in my repertoire i'm like but i have those log books <laughs> it's like it's been so enjoyable and i am truly very curious about you can't even use fragments or scarabs. Just get extra packs and go. Because sometimes I want to be that brain dead. Like, I'm just so sick of, I need these scarabs. I need, I need to get, I need Oh yeah, oh, by the I way, need... that, that was the mistake. I just, I looked it up in the patch mm. notes. That was every time you used fragments or scarabs in the map device, it would deselect the, the map device mod uh, on the next map. So if you weren't running those, sense. then you could have just even been faster. I could have just... That sounds so good. And like, what is the pack size amount is really, really nice down here for the times where I'm like, I just want to shut off my brain. I'm just going to go, go, go. You know what I mean? I, I'm so, and that doesn't include like, oh, I put delirium on this. And now I'm not going to put in any other scarabs. And I'm just going to up the pack size by like a month. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I'm really interested in how this is. This, this sounds really nice for, for my smooth brain. It sounds good, except I'll still forget sextants. <laughs> well, yeah, there's no benefit to forgetting sextants, still. Uh, scarabs, I mean. Not yeah, no, exactly. Well, that's. But yeah. That's it. It's yeah, just, I also always so forget much. the the stupid um, the stupid. What what's the name even? 
Sextons, wow. Sextons, I yeah, yeah. I literally forgot Sextons. Uh, what I wanted to say quickly is I, I just counted and uh, the, the notes that exclude specific encounters or the chance for specific encounters more notable, be, notably because like you correctly pointed out, you can still force the spawn with scarabs. Um, there's uh, the ones that give you no chance for specific encounters, but give a bump to the chance of other extra content. Uh, extra content, there is 15 different things that count as extra content. There's a, a list down here. I'm not going to read them all out because it's too much. <clears throat> but that means if you select five of these nodes, right, then you have a five times 2% chance to contain other extra content on 10 types of extra content, which means 20% chance uh no 10 wait 10 percent chance times 10 kind of see what i'm trying to argue is people told me yesterday that what? delirium is dead because previously how delirium worked in maps is the more extra content you shove onto your maps with scarabs and with map uh, device and all that stuff the more likely it was that you'd get a delirium mirror right there was something like mm -hmm. an eight percent base chance for what? a delirium mirror and the more extra content you shoved onto your map, the higher that chance got. And they removed that, and people were telling me, well, Delirium is dead. You're not going to get Delirium now anymore. Bruh. But what I'm trying to argue is if you <laughs> exclude enough League mechanics, then you get a huge extra chance for uh, for Delirium mirrors. And it's I'm on just, the map device. How's it dead? It is. Yeah. But also... I, I have been juicing my maps out the wazoo for the past two months, and I have not found what. Do you, how many delirium mirrors are people finding? Like eight hundred? What? Why Excuse is sexton, me. So it's guaranteed. <laughs> well, yeah. well, that's Maybe right. You if you sexton, you're good, right? I just <laughs> put orbs just like, on huh? all my maps. <laughs> yeah, orbs work as well. I'm just I, an old person. Wow. <laughs> but don't you get more splinters from like the mirrors? Man, I don't even show splinters on my filter. <laughs> I heard they're a good sale early on in the league. Yeah, they are. Oh yeah, early just, on, of course, because people are looking for many things that come from simulacrums. Just if you pick up single stacks, your map takes so much longer, and I just don't want to, so I just hide them. Yeah, you're still dropping stacks outside of like all of us and stuff. Yeah, I still walk yeah, out of do. maps with like eighty of them. After That's exactly why I run the mirror, though. I, I don't like looting in. Deli orbs, yeah. and the mirror is like a lot of fun because it's it's also like uh, it's like a little challenge in a way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's, that's like what I like DVD. about it versus the delirium orbs, which are just you know guaranteed extra loot and some extra monsters. But the mirrors are like, hey, am I gonna push this three to four to five to six? Literally push it to the limit comes out of my head every time I hit that mirror. Like go go go! I got <laughs> I gotta run. <laughs> Kill everything fast. Is that Alpha excellent? <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, that I'm not kidding. My life is my brain is in references and pushes to the limit literally every time a delirium mirror happens. Yeah. yeah. And I can't wait to, to fucking kick smugglers' caches off my maps because those fuckers never drop blueprints. And I'm I'm so mean? ready for uh just spec into it. Just take yeah, that's hit. what I did, and I didn't get any. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I was so upset about it. Reveal I blueprints into all blueprints the nodes. In general. Yeah, what huh? blueprints? No, just you blueprints. Mean like Contracts I got a lot, but like blueprints was really rough early on in this FHC, this league. Yeah. 
the and base I really scale wanted one, it. like how many you drop and stuff. So that's I can imagine where you where you you know like because like HC you can't really like, put that much quad on your maps, right? So do they scale with quant? <laughs> I, I was under the impression that the extra drops from the from the smugglers. No, not the still. cash, but they they they're just like a they're just like a currency drop. Like so, they will drop mm-hmm. randomly drop. for monsters and whatnot. So if you have like um. Contracts, yes, but blueprints really rarely. But yeah, I, I, well. really? I got a blueprint once in a contract actually, and I was like, "What the fuck?" I've not seen this before. Green. contract. Oh uh, yeah. How many how many blueprints do you think you see on the floor a day? I'd probably be getting one every two maps. Yeah, about about every second say. map. I'd agree with that. Every other map, yeah. what? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Play softcore with <laughs> us, friend. Yeah. You've got to remember <laughs> our one map has as many mobs as about 25 of your maps. That's true. Uh, fair enough, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. No, but I was talking about that like early mapping stage, right? Like before you before you breach into red maps and before you put all your juice on because the fuck yeah. is that problem? I think I, think I did like an alt can go test as well. I probably have like the spreadsheet still of me going for like smuggler's cash and then using the sextant. So I could maybe see if I have it here. You actually went of... for that? Yeah, I mean, because I, I, I generally just test, like, all, all these mechanics, because yeah. otherwise I get, I, I get like, really bored of, like, mm-hmm. doing the same thing, because it's like, oh, yeah, I could make all this currency doing this one thing, but yeah, I want to try, like, stuff. <laughs> uh, so let me see here, actually. I'm just going to, like, uh, phase out for a sec while I look for this. I swear I can hear people yelling in the background. You hear that? Yeah, rowdy Italians. Yeah. Like, hello? No, they're probably just saying some bullshit. (laughs) Kikatsufai. Italians are so loud. They're so loud. Oh, man, I cannot. I cannot. I just want to start playing right now. That's what I'm saying. Like, there's so much. Right now. There's. It's so interesting. The new thing they showed. Uh, maps found cannot be your favorite maps and have a 1% chance to have a, a special implicit. Now, 1% chance isn't much, but I have greatly enjoyed buying those, like, contains uh, rituals, contains extra ambush or well, chests or whatever. I love those, like, absolutely. Though. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it sounds, sounds pretty good to me. And it sounds like I can get rid of a lot of maps I hate. Like, mm. I, I am the kind of person who cannot target farm because I get bored after, like, three maps. I have to change it to a different map. I have to do something different all the time. Um, and this is, like, getting, this is Getting rid perfect. of the 12 worst maps, though. That's exactly. the thing. Like, exactly. And then you just get how, all these other good yeah. maps to do. Right? How many versions of cells can I get rid of? <laughs> <laughs> so many dungeons. Academy. Yeah. What, like... What else we got in there? Uh, so many bad maps. Lava chambers, get it out of here. Is that in there? I don't even know. There's also the opposite, uh, yeah, where nothing but your favorite map drops. That's true. That's um, really true. just become currency, the ones that are supposed to I'm not going to gonna lie. I'm really, really looking forward to just not having maps drop at all. I'll just buy my maps. <laughs> you just yeah, lost just buy maps at a time. I'm going to take the notable that says all your non-favorite maps turn into currency. I'm just not going to have a favorite map. Oh, huh. that's actually clever. Uh, yeah. 
and I'm just going to buy maps in like bulk. I'll just, I'll just buy 100 maps. I was wondering what happened to currency. Imagine you spec into all of the map nodes with that. What happens then? Oh, yeah. And you use cartography scarabs, gilded cartography scarabs, but no yeah, favorite yeah, maps. Exactly. That's what it's just what currency, I man. Uh, yeah. That sounds incredibly good. Dude, I never <laughs> even thought about the gilded cartographies that I never use turning into uh-huh. currency. And the one where I can turn my shit uh, torment scarabs into a different type of scarab. Anything's got to be better than those terrible torment scarabs, dude. I'm ready. <laughs> Anyways, I, I got the stats here. In 48 maps, I dropped oh, yeah. 17 blueprints. And then um, really two of them were fully revealed. Only two? Yeah, but fully revealed blueprints are so rare. But they're really expensive, too, to actually yeah, fully reveal. Yeah, they're like 1 to 2x, depending on what they are. Mm-hmm. But yeah, 17, I mean, du- 17 and 48 maps, I think is pretty good. For, and this is just from the smuggler's cache. But I expect really into all of the smuggler's cache things. And I also had the sexton, which guaranteed the smuggler's cache. So. But now that you'll be able to get like a 70% chance to get a cache, I think, you know, that's fairly good. Yeah, that sounds really good. No more worrying about blueprints, maybe. No more worrying about so much. You know how many things mm. I'm sick of seeing? On the- <laughs> Sometimes <laughs> I just don't want to do a legion, right? And then it's there, and I'm like, oh, I'm going to have to hit that. <laughs> right? <laughs> I don't want to spend the time, but I'm like, well, I'm going to have to. <laughs> oh. oh, it's going to be nice. Just get rid of that. So uh, alongside the uh, keystone passes that change uh, the mapping thing itself, there's also like one keystone passive for every one of the new endgame pinnacle bosses. We get like uber versions of the highest bosses that we had in Path of Exile. You guys uh, actually expect that that was going to happen? Because I, I've heard people express that, uh, and most notably Zizran was like very not so optimistic about it when he complained that last week the bosses were a little bit of a letdown. And I feel like he's super, super happy now that we get so many uh, new endgame aspirational bosses. Premonize that bad boy. Beck I asked like- and I premonized it. <laughs> I feel like no one expected it this quick, though. I expected, I mean, like... I, a- I literally premonized it, bro. <laughs> I expected serious sooner. Yeah, yeah, I agree, that, actually. Actually, yeah. See? Yeah. I even, I even sent Bex this... And just Cirrus for fun is what I said, because I didn't expect them to do Cirrus. I thought that was going to be the joke. <laughs> mm. And it looks like, have you seen that there's, there's like storms in the middle of the arena? Yeah, I'm, I'm and the, really... And the Crooked Beams is now a feature or some shit. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, no. There's those Crooked beams, uh, beams as a feature Beams. What if they take like all of the bugs that had happened and just put oh, them in boy. as like features? You know, like the invisible laser now, that would come out the side of Cirrus? Yeah. <laughs> the one that come out of Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, here's the thing. All right. Quick question. Mark, mm-hmm. I'm not a bosser. I'm bad really? at these things. I do juiced maps. My second character, I'm going to have to make the most Papega proof bosser. Like, mm-hmm. I'm looking for things. I'm, I'm looking around. This is all I've been looking for since mm-hmm. the announcement. I'm looking around for builds 
that I could get up for in the middle of a 90% quant feed and go make a coffee and just let them all beat on me and nothing would happen. That's the kind Ward of build Luke. I'm looking for. You're looking for a ward looper who can stand there AFK in a 30 simi. You're looking for a 500x plus build. Yeah, that's fine. I mean, that's I not a problem, problem for him. That. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't, the price is irrelevant. I'm looking for something so good it will work despite me yeah. being the pilot. You're honestly ward looper um, or RF with mage blood, but even that can die more than a ward looper. Ward looper can literally stay there AFK in a 30 simi. I mean, seismic trap is like going to cost you nothing and it's pretty good so that's true like yeah you have to walk yeah. around in circles but that's that's it man. but is it papega proof from baylor <laughs> yeah no i think it's like look good. okay i can play it but i'm looking i'm really looking for something like papega pro i'm i'm not i'm not memeing when i say i want to be able to get up during the boss fight and go and make a coffee like, mm -hmm. yeah, that's, that's the build I'm looking for. And I don't care if it costs me 500 or 5,000 exalts. Whatever the price mm -hmm. is of the build that does that, I will make that amount of money. But I want Ward it. Looper. I don't know what the build is yet, but I want that. The, whatever I that is. <laughs> yeah, it, maybe, is it, one, it might be that. It's really, it is like actual AFK for real legitimate AFK. That's the one. That's the one. Mm. It get, like literally infinite war that keeps you alive. Every, like it's kind of stupid. Um, I don't fully know how it works because uh, I've never played it yet. Yet, but this league maybe I can because nothing got nerfed. <laughs> I want to shatter that reality just a little bit in Why? saying that it has has zero physical damage mitigation, and its HP pool is not that big, so it's, no, not, it's not. It's not reliant. It's not like a. Um, it still can get one shot. It's really good in simulacrums because generally, so long as there isn't like a huge hit, which happens sometimes, uh, like if you get like a big hit from Omni or something like that with like a lot of like uh, gain is extra, then it's going to one shot you. Like, I think people tend to record their best runs, but not their worst. Yeah. So it, yeah. it, it can always be like a little bit deceptive. But me just yeah. looking at a character that has zero physical damage reduction is instantly <laughs> a red flag, in my opinion, mm -hmm. just because. Um, it literally can't have physical damage mitigation because otherwise then the ward loop wouldn't work at all. Yeah. But that doesn't necessarily mean that it's bad. It just means that it's got its weaknesses. You might get bad simi mods that would kill you, for example, yeah. right? Or like a shaper slam could even get you there, for example, because it's like Probably. physical and converted as well or just mm -hmm. any physical damage you're, you're, you're very likely to die to, basically. Yeah. So an RF uh, with mage blood is your second best AFK, your brain. Probably, yeah. yeah. I think, or I think whatever answer I go with, it'll almost always be block cap Aegis Aurora, right? Like, that's... I'm pretty sure block cap Aegis Aurora is, like, yeah. the ticket to making it's it. Pretty good, yeah. You got that battle pass, right? For that <laughs> sick-ass <laughs> Aegis Aurora? <laughs> oh, that one's oh, sick. I did. I did. Yeah, yeah. I mean, listen, it does look good, okay? Uh, you talk all the shit you want about Battle Passes. You wear an Aegis Aurora, you're like, I want that, actually. <laughs> like, just that little thing every time you see you block it, like, you're like, mm. <laughs> Good. Uh, I have a question, and that is, what do you guys, how do you guys feel about the fact that they, I mean, it's great that we get these uber bosses, but how do you guys feel about the fact that they're easily accessible by just selecting 
a keystone passive on your atlas passive tree rather than having to farm towards it to have like some own kind of fragments or token that you would need to expend in order to gain access to these more challenging more rewarding boss fights because that i mean in my opinion or from my point of view i don't see a reason why people would then still run the normal versions of the boss fights because they can't do the ubers because they can't do the Ubers yet, yeah, but then they would just sell the totals to someone who can. That's that's it's pretty bad. Concern. It's a really so bad thing. You can't sell them. Pretty bad. We can't yeah, sell well, them. I, I think it's like, um, like for example, like uh, just a quick example. It's I, I always thought when they talked about inspirational con- aspirational content that it was going to be separate to the current content. Mm-hmm. For example, simulacrums. And now it's not worth buying simulacrums anymore unless you can go to Wave Twenty Five Plus, right? So the price of entering the content is always going to be dictated by the people that can actually run the content to its highest degree. So if you're a person that can't run it or, uh, you know, like can't get the most out of it, then it's never going to be worth it for you to run it. And this is strictly just a like uh, supply and demand thing, like with, you know, people willing to pay more for it because the rewards are going to, you know, obviously bump up the price and the price is going to di- be dictated by people that run it or groups. Um so this is just a, the plague of trade league, unfortunately. But uh, I mean, so, on, on SSF, you're going to be able to do whatever you want. You're immune to these things. There's a solution. We've done the solution before a hundred times, but if they do it the way they always do that solution, there'd be a different set of people complaining, right? Like killing Cirrus could just give Uber Cirrus fragments. I mean, that's a better I, solution, though. I, I, know, like I know that people would balls. meme and be mad. <laughs> And they'd be like, oh, more fragments. Oh, I need 16 more fragments in my map. Yeah. I know. But, like, that's how you let people do the content. And then, like, it, you know, that's how you let, like, average Joe, who's trying to learn how to do these bosses, still be able to do them without economically shooting himself in the foot. Well, exactly. You can't, you can't you can just, just jump in into the, the Uber one. Well, no, so you can you do just, a bunch of the regular. And right, then jump but, into the Uber with a click of a button. But in a trade league, you're just throwing your money away now. Like, imagine I mean, if in a trade league, Ziri you're throwing your money away anyways when you <laughs> can't do Uber it. Imagine if Uber, Ziri, and, and Ziri were the same one, right? Imagine if they were the same but they're not the same. they're not the same because you're literally clicking a button to make it harder. And then you can keep that button off to make it not as hard for when you're not ready. But then also not rewarding. If you can't It is rewarding, button, though. What do you mean? I got, I got, a, I got a domination orb. And uh, and a awoke orb and some gloves yeah. that I sold for ten x off of a regular series. And but it's all let me also say, right? it, let me just say, have you ran the shaper fight lately, dude? Have you done that and then got yourself ten bottom fragments and no top fragments? Like, <laughs> f that, dude. I ain't doing that shit no more if I don't have to. Okay, because yeah, <laughs> that sucks. Oh, but that should be like maybe the, uh, one every four. It drops a one key, of- right? Well, that would be nice if they made it a little more balanced, but at this point, it's like I'm getting constant bottom pieces, no top pieces. Top yeah. pieces are 90 chaos because nobody wants to do Shaper yeah. because nobody wants to kill four bosses and go through two random phases, right? Like, that also, all sucks. But also, the thing is that I think that system is is better in itself because people do kill Shaper because it's worth, uh, it's worth yeah. doing it. But at the moment, if you do make a toggle that uh, like for example, even if you're like one of the first people in trade league that plays like solo, um, mm-hmm. and you're able to enter these bosses, 
it won't really matter because a group will be before you. So, yeah. and they'll be able to extract more value out of it faster. So by the time that you get there or anyone gets there that's not funded by a group or playing with a group, um, you're just going to be at a disadvantage and the price is going to be dictated by them who can run it efficiently. So you're always at a disadvantage in that way unless you're with a group or whatever because they're just so fast. Okay, so group, group or no group, though. Let's like this is this is like the really simple version of how it works. Let's like let's just say you do. I'm going to pick numbers out of the air because I don't actually know what the numbers are, but they're just example numbers, right? All right, all right. So let's just say over the course of running a thousand series, mm-hmm. you expect to make a two x profit per run. Why? Right? And we're just just like. On average, just say that's the number that you would expect out of Cirrus right now. I don't know what the actual number is, but let's just say it is. Okay. The Uber version is going to pay you four and a half X per run, and they're the same fragments to get in. So the fragment price is now dictated by the four and a half X per run price. That's the profit, which true. means you're now running at a loss if you run the non-upgraded version. Not necessarily, especially because we don't know, uh, like, you might get better stuff, but let me tell you how many fears I ran without buff kiss at the end, okay? So, like, I don't know yeah, what to tell you. Yeah, but that only matters if you're running, like, one to three of them. Sure, you're relying on RNG. If you're a boss runner, I am. you're running six of them an hour I for am. three weeks, then I ran you mul- do averages. What if I told right? you that in average I make less money from cortex than possibly even the money i spend in cortex therefore cortex isn't worth it and not really the fear it is either except for the odd times that it is <laughs> cortex because i do run bosses like, mm-hmm. cortex is super worth made a ton of money out of cortex, cortex can be worth it if you get really good uh fractured mods and stuff but yeah let me tell you the amount of nebuluses and gloves i've gotten without anything else in the map oh unless unless we're talking about those 200 chisels all right those 200 chisels Really funded me for a while, but I mean, I mean, the best thing else. about two hundred chisels is we don't have to trade for them anytime soon, right? <laughs> like, okay, I'll I'll admit the two hundred chisels, and sometimes like the other random things that you get are good, but like when it comes to frac, if you don't get good fractured mods, and at the end of the cortex you just get some gloves, then more often than not, I'm running at a one point five x loss every cortex I run until I get that one golden item worth ten x to make it all worth it. So, but, so that, but that's what the averages are, though. Well, then like think any... about what the averages could be on an Uber Uber fight, or what you're doing then, right? Like, I don't think right. the average is as big as you're saying. Thinking that you like, even if in a hypothetical number, saying like you're going to make four X off of this Uber series, I'm saying you're probably going to get bupkis off this Uber series and be mad about it. But at the same time, the chance it could be better. Could be better. I, I just, that's just, that's just, that's just not how math works. I don't know what to say. That's, <laughs> that's the way the not... game works, though, baby. <laughs> no, it's, yeah. it's, it's not, as though. A, as a bosser, I can tell you that I've run the amount of series that I've run within. I, I don't write this stuff down on the spreadsheet. I purely go off of what I can remember doing. And the 40 series that I've run this league have been more of a net loss than a profit. Like it's it's Period. exactly the same r- rules as running juiced maps though. Like I can invest two x into a map, mm. and if I only do it once, I can walk it out of that map. It's not about doing it once. No, 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 right? no. It's not about it's not about that. You have forty series as you run them back to bat, and you look at how much how much that forty series costs per how much you actually get back from those, and it's not often enough. Well, you also have to factor in that you could have been doing. 
then you could have spent your time in other in other places. And I'm just exactly. saying that in exactly. And actually, in some cases, doing juice maps in your case is actually way better than doing bosses because you have less risk in in drop chances there compared to just I'm going to put on you know 200 quant just go wild. You know what I mean? So it's just it it highly. I'm just saying it's very RNG based. Um, you can try to look at like what probability this, probability that, but at the end of the day, what's your luck actually like? <laughs> right? Because <laughs> it doesn't really matter when your luck is shit. What your luck's actually like, though, only matters when you only do 100 of something. Yeah, when I don't you do really believe 400 of it a day anymore. for a month, there is no luck anymore. You're now playing the actual odds. You get exactly. the actual drop rates, right? Yeah, I'm playing the odds, but the odds are still bad. It's just a lot and of numbers. It ends up evening out in the end. No, it depends. That's what I'm saying. It's just it's it's more. I don't think it's it's that much. Like this is going to be instantly more profitable right away because the amount that you can do it and not get profit is high, is really high. Although to, for the flesh and flames, yeah, it's probably going to be pretty profitable, dude. If you can, yeah. Do but, so so flame. my point is that the entry cost of these bossing fights is now relevant to the uber version's reward. So doing the regular version now is just not going to be financially worth it. Everybody will still probably want to do it once to unlock their device. But if you can't do the Uber version, you are not a boss farmer or you will just be shitting money away for no reason. You're just you're literally just pouring money down the drain. Well, to a certain like, from degree. a financial standpoint. You should not be doing this. You should be looking at your game like you're some sort of financial advisor here, looking like, oh, if I'm not doing this to maximize my currency here, then I'm not doing good enough, and that's bullshit. Like, you know what I mean? No, that's you're the only way I play the game. To have what? fun, bro. Where's your fun, my dude? <laughs> okay. My, fun, my fun, fun is directly related to what my currency <laughs> stack tab looks like. <laughs> the like, more exalts there are in that stack, the more fun I'm having. Well, proportional yeah, correlation. Right. <laughs> well, what if you want to then spend 300x? Now you're down to 20x, and now you're fun. Did you not just have fun with the 300 you spent, or what? I mean, I, yeah. Like, and and now I have to make 300 more because like, that's fun. You would enjoy doing the boss, right? Sure. Like the mm. first or second time, you're like, cool. Like I never put a price to the content that I drop. I'm like, okay, I'll run it. You know, whatever it's content, anyways. It's something I enjoy yeah. doing. But at the th- the end of the day, um, when the price is dictated by people who actually do the harder content, you're going in there already with a lose condition. Like it's Probably. literally like you're you're signing up to lose, and in the long run, that does not feel good, and that also diminishes uh, the enjoyment that people can extract out of the game at a lower level, right? Mm-hmm. Because it doesn't matter whether like you per, uh, per se don't like running shaper. Someone that thinks to themselves, "I make forty chaos every shaper run." I'm a pleb. I'm gonna do this for three days, and then I can afford the item I want. That's mm. a that's a that's a like a, mm. basically a door to enter mm-hmm. other content for certain people that do not have like per se maybe the expertise or the creativity to try certain types of content. So mm. when you do eventually put a price to something, uh, like the, the price is dictated by people who are doing a higher level of that content that was previously accessible by everyone but it's now only accessible by people with extremely expensive builds, it's basically just uh, widening the, ga- the gap between, between like, the Normans and, 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 the, and the, the complete degenerates. And it's just, it's just literally that simple. Yeah. 
Yeah, I feel like that that was the point I was getting at with the question, and that's what I feel like we needed to discuss. Um, not to get stuck in this topic for too long, but there's two things I wanted to mention real quickly. I think it also it really depends on how hard those boss fights are, because we don't know. We have no idea, but Chris said that they're insanely hard and only very few able few people are going to be able to complete them. And so the question is, in the first, say, two to four weeks of the league, how many people will reach that state of when they can actually reliably and reasonably fast farm those uber versions of the bosses? Like, how many people are there and how long does it take them to farm each boss? Because if they're not, if they're not consuming a meaningful share of the tokens that grant access to the bosses, then it's not an issue, right? It's only an issue. Yeah, they're getting like, farmed, guaranteed. But again, like, this goes back to like, I love the fact that there's harder versions of the bosses and everything like that. But the problem just lies in the fact that it's a keystone on your tree rather than it being something that is applied. Like it could be maybe that like if you run the normal boss, then you drop a currency that enhances the the key to enter the Uber version of it. Right? No, but where's and the difference that, versus having like an enhanced key drop right from the start? That's pretty much the same, right? Exactly. Like you can have an enhanced key or anything like that, but the fact that it's on your Atlas passive tree and then the same thing accesses the harder version of it means that you you're just not likely going to be running it because the opportunity cost of you running that is relative to people that can actually run the harder version. Okay, and then I there's another factor. Wait, let me quickly. I don't care about no, like you go first. For anything. All right, I just play to have fun, and I save up my own stuff, and then I run my own stuff, and then like I do the risk versus reward because I'm having fun. And I don't actually care about how much exalt I'm making per hour to be worth risk versus I see things. I have 15 Maven invitations I could have been selling for exalts or 60C early in the league or what. I just kept that shit for myself. I still have them just because I like to keep that for myself. I think a lot of people play this way. I don't think they're looking at the numbers and crunching them and being like, well, shit, I could sell this right now for 2x or I can keep it and run it and potentially get three. I think a lot of people would be like, oh, I just got this. I'm going to run it. I that, agree with it. you. I, I see that perspective. But the, even the people who play like that will still have goals in their build that will be expensive, mm -hmm. that they want to yeah, work towards. And I when do. the question comes up, when you're like, okay, how am I going to fund my next upgrade that costs 40x? What is the content that I'm going to chain farm that realistically gets me there? Then doing those bosses is disqualified over selling yeah. those bosses. That's the I point wonder that, that Tuna how many and people are chain farming to how many people are actually just playing the game and having fun and doing what I do where you're so ADHD you can't play a map for three times over well, free like switch maps. People are flipping between the two. People are f having fun playing the game, but people are also like, you know, switching into serious mode when they feel like they need to make currency, when they feel like they're not mm -hmm. going to get their goals by just dicking around whatever they think is fun. Also well, in my case I just end up selling off my dragon horde that I've been keeping the entire time because I have a huge horde of stuff I never sell. Right. A a there's, there's a thing about like I think that you're completely right about like you having fun in your own way about like not caring about that sort of stuff and that's sort of like mm. you're playing SSF within Trade League which is fine but yes. most people really enjoy the trade aspect to, to Trade League and that is something that I really really enjoy as well mm -hmm. is the fun for a lot of it is also min-maxing it's an RPG mm -hmm. that's that's essentially what is what, what really entices me to find like the best strategy to or like the most, the most like 
how do I squeeze the most value out of like my time? And I think there's a lot of value and a lot of fun in doing that. And well, that's why I play trade among like I like to kind of SSF. I like to play trade when I need something I can't find. Like I love to buy stuff, like get a load of mats to craft it. But generally, I still make probably not as much money as you or Baylor or something. I probably make like maybe even 600 exalts less than you guys. But I can fund all my builds and I can still have all like everything I want to do. I, I'm, a, I'm not saying that like uh, I'm your uh, I'm the average player. I just think that there are a lot of people that still think this way. And I think if anything, in the sense of fragments, like it's going to bring up the price of fragments. And that's just going to be good for the people who like to sell people who don't like to sell like me who like to keep them forever. It's just going to be like, oh, good content for later. You know, I, I think it's a really mixed. Probably gonna be fine. Right. But what about the people that can't afford to run, but want I have to run the answer. It? Okay, let, let I have, I have a better way to explain. So, right. So the reason I think this is a problem: one, you're 100 right. Playing for fun is the only way people should ever play. Right. The thing is, I can't give anyone advice on what is fun for them. Fun is subjective. Yeah. I can only give you economical advice because I know Let's what's take. right by the numbers. Mm-hmm. But you should always do what's fun more than what's right by the numbers 100% of the time, right? Here's the thing, though. This mm-hmm. never needed to be an option. So we have now a problem where you have to ignore the correct economic thing <laughs> and essentially flush your money down the toilet in order to have fun. But that didn't need to be a thing. I didn't it, even this isn't it like an, an either or thing. thing. It, it never, never needed to be an option. Um, if you don't like fragments, splinters like Maven is maybe even also a better that. solution, right? Because like yeah, it could have been, terrible. it could have been just like two or three splinters. Now so you run suck. a series, you get half of a, an Uber series. You run another series, you get the other half of an Uber series, guaranteed. And then if you're not powerful enough to do Uber series, you can get rid of that, but you haven't paid the opportunity cost of doing Uber series by doing the regular one. And I just like, sell never my series for the same price as the now new Uber series is going to cost because that's what's going to happen. Well, what if you wanted to run it? The well, then you run it for fun. For mm. the fun. You guys it's even worse. Like, if you think about fun. it, it's even worse in SSF because in SSF... Uh, oh, then you can, might not get anything. Well, it's not about not getting anything. It's that you have to wait until you have a stronger build to run the, the, the Uber mm-hmm. versions because it's a lot less likely for you to get these invitations as to someone that can actually just spam buy them in trade league or like do something else and then buy them. Mm, so then you're actually stuff. like, if you, if you run it like before the Uber version, you're like, oh, but I'm getting like the shitty loot version when I could just like <laughs> yeah. actually just re-gear a seismic trapper and do the Uber version. Do you think that the loot is really going to be garbage from the base version? Because like well, if, comparatively, no one runs, yeah. if, if everyone runs yeah. the Uber versions and no one runs the base versions, then the base versions will have like items that are really sought after and sort of rare that will balance itself no, no. out. The Uber like, version drops the base plus yeah. more. Oh, oh, the Uber version. Okay, I thought they had separate yeah. drop pools like at Ziri. No. Because I was going to offer this as a thought experiment. I was going to be a, like, imagine that you could access Uber at Ziri with the regular fragments, but you just spec into a passive point on your Atlas passive tree, and then the regular sacrifice fragments open the Uber fight instead of the regular fight. Yeah, if would they offer different bad? rewards, then it would make more sense, because then there would be, like, value for each different reward, obviously. Okay, I was um, under the impression that, that that at least some rewards would remain no, exclusive. Just, there's just extra rewards. It's just better, yeah. It's just okay, better in yeah, every that, way. It's just straight up better in every way. Yeah, then it doesn't work like that. 
It's just this it's is... literally the same thing as simulacrums. If you can't run twenty five simulacrum plus, you sell it, even if you want to uh, run it. This is this is this is what's happening. <laughs> this is this is the analogy for what's happening. Oh, this is one of those ones where comments <laughs> are going to sacrifice me. That's fine. <laughs> Don't worry about it. This is what's happening, right? Yeah. Okay. Content. This is what's happening. Vel's saying the equivalent of I really enjoy riding this this push bike to work. This is what I want to do. I don't need a car. It works not yeah. far away and I enjoy cycling. This is fun for me. And I've gone, okay, but no matter what mode of transport you pick, it's gonna cost you thousand dollars a month. Now Why this would it cost is a me a thousand dollars? This is a push bike, and you would get to take it, either no. one of them for a thousand dollars a month, and you're going. That's but I enjoy analogy. the push bike, so I'm going to take it. That's a bad analogy. That doesn't That's work. Your push bike is free. It. No, your push bike is completely free, and it helps the environment. No, it comes at the same. Others. No, it comes at the same price no, as no, the a month, The analogy a month. part. A month, a push bike? No, the analogy doesn't work like that. That's not even a realistic analogy. You'd have to do like a Tesla versus Nissan hybrid bullshit. All right, that's what you'd have to do. And the Nissan's clearly the shit one because you can't play a game in it like the Tesla. All right, like obviously. Wait, hang on. You can play games in Teslas? Yeah, you didn't know that. You could legitimately no. play Skyrim in Tesla. What the hell? Now I want a Tesla. <laughs> That wasn't the point of this conversation. Now I want a Tesla. No, Bella, you're not getting a Tesla. You're just going to get no. into an accident I because you're not paying attention bike. to traffic. I'm not getting a Tesla. <laughs> can't even afford well, listen, I'm not saying Nissans are bad, okay? I'm just saying, like, you know, the Tesla you can play a game in. Nissan doesn't have that yet. I don't even know if the Nissans make hybrids. I don't have a car, okay? I, I'm the type that would take the push bike because... I live in a city and everything's close. But if I didn't, then I'd have to consider the car. <laughs> it's a very extreme analogy to compare well, those two, but it's an accurate one because I'm saying the cost of both for you in this instance would be the same, but one of them is clearly better. No, I picked right? a luxury car over the not as luxury car compared to a push bike. There. <laughs> but either yeah. way, that's just an analogy. I understand what you mean. But I just think when it comes to playing a game, people aren't putting that, like, not everybody is min-maxing their economy in the game every league. I think there are a lot of people that don't necessarily do that. And I yeah. think that yes. they will indeed still sell their fragments at probably a higher rate just because the Ubers are going to drop more and the people that love to Uber farm are going to be like, hell yeah, I'll buy those, right? Because they can afford it. But so who I think want to do the big dick content? I'm confused. Well, I, I, they, maybe they can't, okay? I've known people who are like, it's my first time getting to Act 7, and I'm like, what do you mean? Yeah, but they, <laughs> like, the, the you know, like, like, but they want to do it, but they can't. They want to, but they can't, and that's okay. Then, then they can then it's sell like, And then the game's like, well, little little buddy, uh, you know, you suck ass. Uh, but that's so if you, if you sell this, this is gonna, this is gonna like, give you like, uh, more like you, you're literally gonna. It's like, <laughs> I don't know, man. I think it's trash. I think it's a garbage system. It could have been so mitigated by the fact that it's just like, oh, it's a different key. That's it. Yeah. Like yeah, it's a yeah. different key, and then you get in there and you sell that different key, and then these these degenerates can do whatever the fuck they want, and then little little Timmy can still do have his fun and, and still still make currency. 
it aligns with Chris' philosophy as well. That's why I'm so confused because Chris like went the extra mile on the Q and A and busted out that old story where he was like, "Well, the, the highest content shouldn't be free to access because uh, we did that with the Maelstrom of Chaos back in the day, and people would just run the hardest content and would just die and and quit the game. And we realized there needed to be a cost attached to content, and now there is no cost attached to these pinnacle mm. bosses. You just upgrade them basically for free by just getting the keystone and and turning them into the uber versions but there is a cost and the cost is is like it's basically taxing people that can't run it that's the that's the issue it's it's taxing their fun out of the game like because it's like now they can't do it because the people that can do it well i'm I'm worried in the same way that you are but like i'm willing to give it the benefit of the doubt and see how it works out this leak. I mean, I'm not saying you're, you aren't willing, but like, I, I definitely see the problems with this, but I don't want to yeah. spend too much time on this uh, talking True. point. <laughs> and, uh, Tell you just... what the cost is. An orb of unmaking, okay? When you fail it, you're like, ah, shit. I gotta, gotta, gotta get that right out of here. <laughs> and the price of the set. Yeah. That... Oh, yeah, I guess the price of the set, which will go up. So at least you'll make some money. And uh, you, know, you want to keep it? Do it. I do see, though, that there's like a positive side to it. It's like easy to access an SSF or easy. Anyone could just, you know, have the normal set and then just upgrade and get into the Uber mm-hmm. content. Anyone could just buy a normal set and do that. And maybe that's the point. Maybe they want it to be very, very accessible the first time that they release it. And if it's problematic, then who knows? They might change it somewhere down the road. I'm, I'm almost certain that GGG doesn't keep shit systems in the game intentionally. And they're Absolutely slowly but surely... Trying to, to change things. Yeah, I think there's more of an experiment. I gotta say, I think it's because people are like, we don't want any more fragments. We don't want any more splinters. We're sick of picking shit up. Stop giving us stuff to pick up. This was an expedition. They were real big mad about it. <laughs> okay. Everything was mm. very, everything was very big mad. And I think they really took that to heart because they had a bunch of, um, that's the time that they had the podcast round. I'm not really so sure about that. <laughs> really? Because I think like they, they're always, doing whatever they want and i think that's what they should be doing but they're always like like you look at last week we we had to pick up that stuff and they didn't even give us more inventory space for that shit well they gave us more than they originally intended they said they intended a five by five (laughs) it was still like a quarter of what we needed to make it functional (laughs) true I think they really stand by what they believe in. And I, and I think, think that's, so? that's important. I, I feel it's so many developments, no. so many things that they've added to the game that like uh, directly are a direct response to what you guys brought up in the podcast with Gazzy and Grim when you were talking to Chris, where you were saying like the game needs this, yeah. the game needs that, aspirational not, content. And, and this, not that. they're not willing right? to change their minds on things. Yeah. It's that they will stick to their guns unless you convince them. They don't change their opinion or change the way it works just because of pushback. Mm-hmm. They need to actually get given good arguments and then they discuss that. And then if they change their mind and they agree with the points that have been put forward, they'll make changes. They're not afraid to change up how things work, but they mm-hmm. don't just do it because we say or because people no, get upset. They stick to their vision. But I think this one is something that they really like this, not just this, they've really like in that three podcast scenario they really took in a lot of things to to heart because we saw it in the very next league we saw it in the atlas change from eight regions to four midway through a league you know so i think that which was really nice (laughs) i gotta say really surprising that they just gave us that but yeah they they have i think that 
they're probably I actually just overall wonder how much our our play style sticks with their vision because I've always known them. Like whenever people are worried about something GGG does, I'm like they're just sticking to their vision. And I'm good with it. Whatever it is, like I'm just gonna roll with it, right? But for example, you were asking, you guys were asking for aspirational content in, in various forms, and we got so much aspirational content, like the, the Ravage yeah. Blight maps, now the Pinnacle bosses, like all that that extra uber-tier content. And I feel like there's so much more top-end in Path of Exile than it was back then when you brought those things up. And in a similar way, I, I really appreciate <clears throat> that they they leaned into this interaction with the, the streamers and community racers, like the, the winners of the, the last boss race. Where like the the unique items that they did get to design as a price for winning the race mm. are now the rewards of the new Uber Pinnacle content. Mm. And that Uber Pinnacle content will be the goal of another League Start race. And people who win those are, are again going to be able to design uniques that stay in the game for a long time. So, so Darky's gonna be d- d- Designing at least two uniques every league going forward. <laughs> yeah, you know, every year <laughs> eight new darky uniques. What are you going to make, Tuna? What's your next one? <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, I really like that. It's really good. Yours is so cool, by the way, Tuna. Like, my what? Ideas. The uh, you made you made the eternal struggle, right? Didn't you make no, that? I didn't make any uniques. No. no. You didn't- Wait, who was it? Eternal yeah. Struggle was Waggles oh. Amulet, not? Waggles! Yeah. Waggles! Oh, yeah, I don't, I don't do Sorry. like I racing and stuff. Listen, to me, you're very fast as well. You're oh, hell no. <laughs> no okay. <laughs> I, just I run think you match. were Waggle or Waggle was you. It was a good question. Waggle made a very cool item. <laughs> I was yeah, a little bit surprised. Like, yeah. You are really I didn't really know you're such a successful HCSSF racer. Yeah. yeah. No, really speedy. I mean, I can run a campaign fast, but not like, I don't know. I'm more of just like a figure out Whoa. economy and builds and stuff. All right, I'll take you out of the speedy boy list in my brain yeah. and put you in the economic boy list. Okay. Yeah, like I make it to maps in like four hours, but you know, I don't run HCSSF yeah. ever. It's still ever? faster than me. I think backwards progression is one of the worst designs in video gaming, and that's HC, so, but that's an argument for another mm-hmm. time. Wait, you, pl- right you played HCSSF and enjoyed it during a gone. Yeah. Yeah, but I didn't enjoy dying and then I never played it again. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, like, I remember you playing SSF HD, didn't you? Like, what? Oh, I played Gauntlet, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that's what I thought. So I'm like, yeah, you're just really speedy and you clearly won. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, just, just. By the way, Steel's Jewel is the best thing I've ever seen in my yeah, life. Yeah, that, that Jewel is insane. insane. What insanity. the hell? Yeah, that, I don't even... That is actually mental. Like, I, I, need, I need one of them on every character I ever make. I didn't even have a plan for the character yet, but I can guarantee whatever character I make wants one. It's so They're cool. going to be so rare, dude. It's going to be so uh, rare, especially matter. the good ones. And that Shatter Ring that uh, Darky made, and... Yep. I'm highly intrigued. I I look forward to... And aren't they going to do another boss rush? Come on, Tuna. You got to do it so I can put you back in the other category. <laughs> <laughs> that, that if they, the if they can do a rush of how many maps you run or... or mm. right? nah. I'm a yeah, completely right? different then, category of gamer. I'm, I'm really, they should. I'm they should do breed. more than just don't die to these SSS end game bosses. You know, I really like sleeping as well. Soft, I don't really like rush the race. software trade where... You have to play solo, and it's just about like 
running X tiers of maps as quick as possible. Um, oh, and I mean, not sleep for three days. <laughs> yeah, I'll do that race. I just, I just want to, I just want to juice and farm, man. I die, I usually die in Act One like four times. Like I'm not gonna make the hardcore. What do you mean? <laughs> what do you mean? Rowers, rowers are dangerous. <laughs> what do you want? You know those new rare modifiers are like way worse than our current rares, and they're gonna be on rowers in the mud flats, and they're just gonna yeah. obliterate you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's, I mean, I don't think, we're probably just going to get one mo- mod on them, though, right? Because they ramp later. They, surely. They're going to go ramping. Okay, but sure, surely they'll take it easy me. on us. <laughs> just strafe it, like Toro, strafe it. Toro, come on. <laughs> strafe that bitch. Yeah, man. I'm, feel, I'm feeling a little bit sad about that because I kind of, Skipped all arch nemesis after some horrible rips and some unpredictable uh, damage output from them, and now I feel like what am, what am I doing now? They're going onto the normal rare monster pool, and now I don't know what all these mods do. That's like that's like actually my biggest gripe with this is like not only is it like most likely a sneaky nerf to headhunter, which I mean that's fine, but also Ew. what people are not taking mm-hmm. into account or what I haven't seen talked about enough is the fact that how is this exactly better than the mods that we had before because this is for all i i could say is it's super obscure like that was my problem with the arch nemesis design to begin with it's like gargantuan what the fuck is that what does that do and now you have that on every rare monster how are new players going to learn the game it's like extra damage faster attacks all that at least if you read it you can understand it now if you don't have like a a a book with like what every mod does you're gonna be shit out of luck like it says substantial fizz and you think to yourself oh deals substantial fizz (laughs) or like powerful crits you're like ah it's it's got powerful crits like it's like and then they they address this as like uh oh now it's gonna be like more simple to understand it's like what well it's easier to read (laughs) but it's not easier to understand that's my problem you're literally gonna have to go to a list to figure out what uh assassin does and it's like oh it deals 50 percent increased critical strike chance and 25 multi or whatever uh so that's like literally what it is we're just going to learn the same way that every new player learns and goes to a third-party website. Come on, guys. Like, that's the way the game works. I mean, I, I've always I know why we're surprised. So, like, yeah, okay, slightly more obscure. But, Not really. But, but also way more obvious once you learn them. The yeah. Arch Nemesis stuff all have really super clear visuals that once we learn them, we'll be able to associate at a split second. We will know what things do. Whereas in reality, right now, I don't know what any rare does. Like, you say substantial fizz. I can't remember the last time I saw a rare with substantial fizz. I'm positive that there (laughs) were 70 of them in my last map. But I didn't see that any of them had that because I can't see it and I'd have to mouse over it. Yeah, it's got say, Bello, don't prepare, don't pretend like you're reading the rare monster mods. It's the brown no, orange aura. But, but the new rares yeah. have super clear visuals mm-hmm. associated with their things. And, and over the course of this first league, we will be able to learn those and then they will be identified to us like immediately without having to mouse over them. And I like, I really like that. I don't know. I don't think all of them have very clear visual. Like, if you look at, like, like mm-hmm. a gargantuan or an assassin, it's like, they're just, like, 
the same version of themselves, just a little bigger. It's huge. <laughs> like, that's really it. Yeah. yeah. And I'm terrified for the, the, the ice prison. I don't want to listen. It was horrible. Phasing will deal with that, but I don't want to always wear a phasing flask to deal with getting yeah. stuck in an ice mirage prison of danger. <laughs> okay. Remember the, the rare that like uh, did, a, did a frost wall and then ran away? We're going to get that one too. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, enjoy. It's like it's like having that waka waka boss at the end, but now yeah, there's exactly. a frost ball involved, and they still move away, and it's really frustrating. Or they're the fact that they're gonna be like a lot tankier now, and early league you're gonna be just uh, starting, and then you find one that's like uh, I don't know, gargantuan assassin with soul soul eater, and you're like. And you Thanks. accidentally killed a pack next to him, and now he has like <laughs> seventy stacks of Soul Eater, and he also has the other Arch Nemesis mods. You're screwed, man. Well, or you mm-hmm. get that in the middle of your in the middle of your uh, harvest. It's like, man. <laughs> I think oh. people will just have to learn that you can't <gasps> always kill every monster, and that there's some monsters that you're better off not fighting and just running but away from. That's not fair for harvest. And I just once you said harvest, yeah. and I thought about it, I eyes widened, terrified. That's true. No. With Harvest, or, you can't even abandon them. Think about already them. how bad um, uh, things it's like Expedition awful. are. It's okay. awful. Expedition's Here's fine. Here's the thing, though. Yeah. The new mods are not stacking auras like the old ones. So On in those instances that you guys are talking about, it um. might even be easier, because even though there might be seven rares there... They've all got their individual mods. They're not like overlapping, stacking up auras that that well, I mean, they still have auras. We clearly see here that there's still subfizz and haste that still gives you an aura. Yeah, yeah. Like, there, are, there, are, still there. there are some auras still. The subfizz is on everything the was an aura before. Like everything was an aura before. Not there's way was less aura. of that now. There was tons of mods like that applied only locally to the monster, like extra. Yeah, fire, like again, it's extra and all that stuff. Or like the powerful crits, all that stuff was local. Fast attacks, and then yeah. you had like auras that were like, yeah. Like uh I don't just it looks like there's le- maybe I'm wrong. It just looks like there's way less things that are auras coming out. Maybe I'm wrong. Well I think we're still gonna get death squads of seven rares just lined yeah. up in a row to one shot us. All I know well, we is I hope I don't open up a pack and then they just have can't leech and like that's my jam that's that's character <laughs> you know yeah. that i'm just do, do dead. you reckon the mod that that uh, the arch nemesis mod that um re- removed your ability to uh, regenerate do you think that will still be there because chris said that they're keeping they the said. leech one in the no leech but like the no region that would be would I be very not. rough that would be an insta death for like righteous fire builds that would actually be really bullshit for a righteous you can, fire. You can't avoid it, right? You just walk past the monster, and before you notice that the monster has that mod, at least the first time, you're going to be dead. I mean, yeah, they have to take out a lot of these mods. You imagine, like, Consecrator, or also yeah. there was another mod. Like, even Bonebreaker has uh, Resolute Technique, right? So, what yeah. about yeah. Evasion builds? It's like, what about Cock builds? Oh, wait, no. Yep. The other way around. I mean, yeah, if Cockfields are using, like, Inspire Learning or Headhunter, then they're completely screwed in that regard. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, in yeah. general, I think you shouldn't be punishing someone for building evasion just because you decided no. to add a mod of, to a monster that says, like, I completely ignore your evasion. It's like... <laughs> it's I'm like, just going to one-tap you enjoy. 
it's, yeah. it's I know it's like in, it's important to have layers, but if a monster just says like you're you, like you just disregard your layer, I don't think that's fair. Yeah, it's they have I like I'm hoping that I know that they said that not all of these are going to go in in full force as they were in Arch Nemesis, mm -hmm. so I'm hoping to see maybe their nerf. Maybe it's not completely yeah. disables my leech. Maybe it's like leech at point zero two or something really small, right? So I'm still getting a little something, or maybe like yeah, yeah. There are there are certain things that I am a little concerned about because honestly, once Arch Nemesis was done challenge wise for me, I never looked back at touching anything ever. Again, and the idea of having to deal with those mods again is like, oh god, <laughs> oh no. Arch Nemesis is such a bad mechanic. I'm sorry to say, oh, it's so bad. And I and I and I like did it like so much. Mm -hmm. It's just the annoyance of like filtering in my head the recipes that I have and being like, okay, I'm at this stage, and then going to my thing and like taking it oh. off and then making sure I don't pick up the ones that I don't need because I already have three of the types and my shit's gonna get full. It's like, yeah it's like bro like, it come was on. it was bad yeah i think yeah it's it's really like uh, at some point like i completely okay with them sticking to their guns for certain things but they always got to remember like games have to be fun and when things get really fucking tedious it yeah. stops being fun and it's really important for them to just sort of step back and be like come on man <laughs> like like get a grip dude <laughs> what's what's having more inventory space is gonna do like why is it so bad like yeah, i mean i'm glad it's gone and i'm I'm happy that they use the modifier system to improve the base game and yeah. i hope that it's not going to be as bad as i think it is but at least this first league you know i'm happy to see it if it's a problem for new players down the line that there's too much obscurity then i hope they fix it somehow but for now, I'm just looking forward to a league where rare monsters get to fight back, actually. That, that's going to be cool. It's some meaningful fights. Uh, but now, hands down, how bad do you guys think is it going to be of a Headhunter nerf? Like, the, the, the whole fact that Bloodlines <laughs> and Nemesis mods are removed, right? So you can't get Soul Eater anymore and stuff like that. You can only get the Arch Nemesis mods. Soul Eater exists still in uh, Arch yes. mod. It's an Archdem okay. mod. Might even be trust more common me, now. I think that I think that Headhunter is actually going to be better because some of the disgusting mods you can get on, like from these Arch Nemesis mods, I, I think, feel bad for the enemies. Kind of. I mean, at least Shroudwalker is gone. I think you, we might be missing Thank the God. point Walker's where Headhunter might be nerfed. <laughs> it's not Why? about the mod pools that are available. It's that you will only be able to have one of each kind. There is no yeah, longer a stacking all of them. amount. It's yes. giga nerfed. It's super nerfed. Yeah, you can still have all of them, but you can only have one copy of yeah, each. Yeah, one of each. And mm -hmm. I, yeah, we're only guessing right now. Like I can't guarantee. Yeah, we don't know. That it's the giga nerfed, but I think it's giga nerfed. I would be surprised if it came out the same strong or even stronger. Like it's why definitely would they? Like, yeah, completely nerfed. I think it's just the I way it's still going to be fun. Is, like, a little different because regardless of whatever like the real power from headhunter came from being able to stack mods like mm -hmm. getting like 10 powerful crits made your crit multi go from 100 to 1200 you know so yeah. and that was like multiplicative they multiply each other so i mean in general um it's just yeah it's 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 incredibly nerfed compared to what it what it was 
And as strong as these arch nemesis mods are going to be, you're going to be capped to 17, which is the amount of arch nemesis mods that there are, as opposed to being each. able to have like 60 auras or 60, 60 different. Because like you know, when you when you use a headhunter and like you get like Where do you one get that number from? Up, Seventeen Sorry. is like what we currently add. What we currently add, but they we add they added Union of Souls, Void Spawn of Abexov, Spirit Walkers, and Heralds of Obelix, uh, Bloodlines modifiers incorporated in the Arch Nemesis. Oh, mate, yeah. can only yeah. be found on so Magic. We're gonna have mind. to see basically how many there are, but as opposed to you being able to like stack, um, like you know, seventeen if, haste auras or sub fizz auras or yeah. whatever, it's a little bit Even of a if there's thirty difference. Like we're still capping oh. out at thirty. But, Storm Herald mm. and Final Gasp have been added to rare monsters. Storm Think Herald and Final Gasp. Yeah. How many rare monsters you're killing? How fast you're already going with a headhunter? Like, that's fine, but we're not arguing like whether maps. you need it or not. Right? Yeah, no, I just think that you're still going to clear at a really fast pace. You just won't be maybe you won't be gargantuan as much will, as you want to be. It will almost yeah. certainly still be a good belt. I don't think, I think it's like nerfed into the ground to be worthless. We're just comparing it to its current state. I don't well, think it'll be anywhere near as powerful. If you're one-shotting everything you touch because you have a headhunter, what is more power? Like if it's going to one-shot at its new one to one-shotting mm. at it, what it's at now? There's always something I one-shot before I pick up a headhunter buff. Well, then why do you care? Because it's fun. <laughs> yeah. I, like, you know, also, like, I, I, because there's always content that you can aspire to that's more difficult. Like, mm-hmm. I, I don't know if you try like a 17 mod map with like uh, Greater Forces, Delirium. By the end of the map, even if your build's absolutely insane with 40 HH mods, it, it gets pretty spicy, man. Yeah. And and that's the no, sort that's of thing true. that Headhunter always rewarded you for. Um, like, the, the, the juice ended up being an extension of your build at that point. So it's like, you are motivated to create, you know, to, to, to live within this feedback loop of, I want to add more in my map and that will add more to my build. And then you also get to have this experience where it's pretty, like, you get this synergy between Juice, and you get this synergy between your build, and it ends up also being fun, right? Because that's that's essentially why we use HH, because it's ridiculous, and it's fun, and that's Path of Exile, but... Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, does it refresh your current? No. So if you kill, let's say, it doesn't refresh the buff. Well, currently it doesn't refresh, especially considering like currently what it happens is you just get another stack on top, and then yeah. your first ones will elapse, right? So the way well, that I'm, I'm seeing it by them saying you cannot have more than one is it's just going to run out, and then you can get it I'm, again. I'm if assuming it refreshes, that it will refresh it would be the buff. Fine. Haven't they said that it refreshes? Haven't they? No, I don't know. That? They didn't mention either way. I'm assuming yeah. that it will refresh because that's how all buffs that you reapply work. Right? Yeah. yeah. Like if you I can search. if you have a Val Haste and you can get the Val Haste souls back before you run out, you don't it's it it just refreshes to its maximum duration. It doesn't like take mm-hmm. it off and apply a new one. Well that's uh somebody in chat said it will be more like playing a shrine like shrine buffs, and I'm like, well that would be okay. Like shrine shrine is great. So, you know, like it would still be okay. I agree. If you're gonna compare it to like now's headhunter. Yeah, sure, it's definitely nerfed. I can't deny that. Yeah, if you can have, like, 16 stacks of haste, yeah, okay, for sure, for sure, <laughs> you know? Biggest problem but if it refreshes... That... Mm-hmm. Yeah, refreshing would be nice. But also be... the biggest problem is that Mage Blood exists, right? Yeah, yeah. So I'm not a fan of this, because then now everyone's just like, like, goodbye, I don't care. Mage Blood is my new best friend, which, like, there's, I don't know. 
Mage blood and two inspired learnings. Off I go. Yeah, wow. I don't know. I, I'm I've always been like a HH fanboy, so for me, it's it's really a sad time. Like first, yeah. first you lose self curse, which I wasn't playing all the time, but I thought that was really fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, first you lose self curse, and then you have this, and I don't know. Well, I want to be wrong, and I'm open to being wrong. I'm still going to get a headhunter, and I'm going to hope that I just slap it on and go, never mind, this is great. I'm having yeah. fun again. That's Me what too. I want to happen, and I'm still going to collect one. I'm still going to get put it on, and I just, I hope, I want to be completely wrong. I want to be completely wrong. Me too, I'll be super happy with that. Do you want some copium? I, got <laughs> I, would, I would love some. <laughs> <laughs> Hand me that copium pump. <laughs> right. Uh, right. Uh, other topic. The challenge system is completely new. We get uh, It got squished down a little bit, so you don't have to do as many meaningless challenges, like use a chaos orb or something like that. And you'll get, uh, with a similar amount of time investment and achievement, you'll get a similar amount of MTX. But at the top end, they added a lot more challenges to keep people grinding longer. Is that a good change? Is that a bad change? Or do you not care about challenges? I haven't cared about challenges, but now the rewards look worth doing, and I might. They might have trapped me in exactly what they were hoping to do. Yeah, it's about them enticing us to care about them, and mm-hmm. that's what that's what matters. I think mm-hmm. it's a great change, and I think also I, I really like that um, the shit looks insane. Like what they're giving us looks crazy. So yeah, yeah, it looks good. Yeah. It's like for the it, first it, time it, that I look at it, and it it doesn't feel like they're just giving me like a little bit of something to then be like, oh, now that you have these wings that don't match with anything else that you have. Time to open the shop, buddy, and find something that matches it. <laughs> Which is like the cynical part in me thinking that. But now I can get this like crazy ass looking reverse dragon wing, like dragon hunter armor. Like, just yeah. like holy shit. And the entire set. It looks yep. so sick. Like, I'm looking at it on yeah. stream now. It actually looks dope. It looks like the dragon yeah. hunter armor in Dark Souls 3. It looks. So okay. wait, so there are two armor sets, but one of them glows and one of them doesn't, right? So if I want to be yeah, flat, yeah. It basically so looks like, like the same armor set with the character one. effect. Probably a character effect, right? No, they specifically said that there's two armor sets. Oh, there's there's two whole sets, so you'll yeah. get the first set relatively early and relatively easily, oh, and like okay. most okay. people will be able to do that, and it's then like you'll the have to do the, the much harder challenges to get the the glowy, fiery version. Five pieces okay. in each set. Helmet, gloves, body armor, boots, and the wings. So it's also like a stay symbol. I think that's sick. That's cool. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty happy. That's I, pretty cool. I think it looks really combinable. Like what you said, Tuna, you, you won't be like, oh, now I have to buy something that goes with it. But it looks like you can combine this with a large number of existing MTX that you may already have because it's just so neutral. It looks like relatively gray and the design looks like very... Uh, what's the word? Not ambiguous, but like it, it can swing both ways, kind of, right? Like it could be yep. a little bit more like gothic. It could be a little bit Bisexual more. Bisexual design. <laughs> <laughs> well, not, no, an omnisexual I, design. <laughs> I can't deny it, though. Why does their legs look so tiny? <laughs> like their top half is so heavy. And then it goes, Ew, I think that's just the Marauder model, right? He looks a little just oh, yeah. skip Marauder skipped leg day. What is going on? He <laughs> did. did. Look at him. Everyone skips leg day. They can't see our legs, dude. We're just we just exist from the waist up. 
more that I'm looking at them, the less I can look at them because it's too ridiculous. <laughs> Just remember, in-game, we're going to be looking from the top and we're not going to be able to notice. <laughs> That's pretty true. That's pretty true. I, As somebody who used to do a lot of 4040s until, honestly, all of them until they killed me in Ultimatum, purely out of RNG, uh, I look forward to this because, yay, I get uh, stuff, actual things that are worth it, not just a totem to be like, do you like my totem? <laughs> True. Yeah. True. So that's, that's, pretty, that's pretty exciting. But even, what is it, 12 challenges or whatever to get a whole set? Like, absolutely. And I personally... As a trade Andy, used to get annoyed when people are like, oh, I finished my challenge in week two, and then they quit the game. And I'm like, how about you keep playing the game <laughs> for more than just challenges? Please, I need to buy your stuff, please. You know? <laughs> like, I need the economy to grow, please. But just a, a quick side note, because you mentioned, please, I have to buy your stuff. I have mm -hmm. to say, this is the latest in the league where just random shit from my dump tab is still selling regularly. Yeah. Like, I'm trying to do leveling practice, and people are messaging me for 1x items and 15c items and 50c items, and just stuff mm. out of my rotating dump tabs is still just selling regularly. It's yeah. ridiculous. Yeah. Because he wasn't wrong. Like, if you kept playing it, the player retention was high because the Atlas is literally that good. I think about it like a lot it's really that good it's really enjoyable to just run maps now and just try things on different characters and that's why i'm so fine with there not being any balance changes or something like that because i literally would have taken 317 again just without arch nemesis and with an, a different mechanic and that's what we're getting and a whole lot of end game on top like really sick shit so yeah mm -hmm. i i personally think it's going to be a banger at least for myself I'm just worried that people are going to not give it a chance properly. But then again, like what Chris said, lo lots, of, lots of people went to play the other games that came out during 3.17. So I hope that a reasonable amount of those people comes back, a reasonable percentage, and discovers how great the state of the game is right now and gets stuck on 3.18 just like we got stuck in 3.17. Mm. Any, any thoughts on the... Uh, New MTX packs, anything you want to highlight? You're going to buy the new Kyrex Vault Pass? And I guess we don't know yet. They haven't shown us anything. <laughs> I know. I'm going to buy it. <laughs> I don't like Battle Pass because I didn't buy this one. I'm not going to buy the next. Uh, but I think the MTX is really cool. Yeah. Uh, I'm happy to see them step away from just armor packs and shit. So I think it's really cool what they're doing. I think generally the, the interactive uh, layer that these MTXs have... Yeah. And uh, change how certain skills look or how, how like certain aspects of your character are visualized. And mm -hmm. I love that they are now taking the step that they're not keeping that kind of MTX exclusive to the battle pass. But now we can actually buy a similar type of MTX from the new supporter packs, right? Because we get like a whole lot of these things yeah. that have like funny little interaction with your character stats. I think the battle pass was literally a way for them to test this kind of stuff right mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i agree and honestly 
Man, that one with the hideout and the map device that blooms higher when you got, I don't know that I'm, yeah, I think they look really good. I already have like a bunch of armors. It's time to have more miscellaneous stuff. <laughs> I love the, although I really want that silver flask thing just to look like, oh, look, I'm zooming now because I click this flask. <laughs> right. I want to see it, but it's not a part of the pack I like. So I guess I just have to make decisions, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I just have yeah, to like make up money that I don't have because I want the $90 version of both pack and I can't afford either one. I, like, I, I'm not buying either of them, but like I want them both and I, I want, want them, them both, both now. Uh, <laughs> uh, same. This is a great way. Like honestly, the ring that goes boom when you level up, I was worried that was going to pop off way more often. And I saw that you can do it in town. So I can't wait for people to just boom. <laughs> well, people have been doing it with regression books. Yeah, like forty at a time. It's blinding. I can't. I'm very excited to just go into town and be like, I can't see. I got to get out of here. <laughs> like, it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be really fun. Just, I, I've always enjoyed, honestly, uh, things about League Start that I really enjoy is running into town and seeing all these other people there, and then you see little people leveling up, and, sh and it feels really like, you know, oh my god, the community's all out. <laughs> yeah. Nice to see you. Little thing. All having a field day with the new league. Exactly. And now with the new blinding celestial explosion. It's very cool. Also, that healing ball that flies around is basically just like an ancient Wheatley in, uh, in red. <laughs> that was an interesting choice that they added this little ancient ball that is kind of weirdly linked to your regen in a way and like gonna just hit you with a beam when you're regening that's very cool very different crazy ancient technology though that flying around ziggy was right you know this ancient technology is too good doors that just automatically open and yeah. <laughs> medical uh drones. i love that that slight burn there and also like th there was like two more moments where chris uh there was the one thing with Diablo Immortal where he said Diablo Immortal is literally not a game. We're going to play Path of Exile. <laughs> that was True. so. That was like so casually brutal. Yeah. <laughs> He's not wrong though. Yeah. 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 No, I, I I realized they're worried maybe a little bit about Diablo Four, right? Like, but Diablo Immortal, God, that. I mean, when it was announced, it literally drove like half the Diablo fan base to Path of Exile. So. I can see why he's not scared of it. You guys still there? Yes. Yeah. Oh, you disappeared. I couldn't hear for a moment. Well, I mean, we're, we're uh, nearing the end of our two-hour podcast duration. Is there anything that you guys still want to bring up? I mean, there's a lot of things that we probably haven't talked about, but I think the, the most glaring talking points, the most... Uh, pressuring stuff is out is there something that went uh, unmentioned mm. i was a little bit sad about the uh the thing going away with the maven crucible the not being able to roll the maven's invitation can't roll release all bosses at once anymore until someone told me that it's likely going to be one of the new keystones that we haven't seen yet and I was like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. Right. 
have one Honestly. other point. Mm. Um, they got rid of a playstyle this league that I don't think they needed to get rid of that wasn't causing a problem and was a different mm. way to play. The Atlas boss rushing strat. It was, it was pretty profitable, but it didn't ruin the market. It didn't ruin the game. It didn't flood anything. It was just a different way to play. And it was very similar to like Mephesto runs and stuff like that. Like it was just, you know, what, open what, what was this good for? I, I missed that entire boss. thing. I thought that was only used for like map progression early on in races and stuff like that. So that the rest no, of so the boss get It was the basically next map. infinite sustain of two maps that you could jump between and you would use it to farm conqueror maps and, and, Oh, um, right, like anything that can all only those from pinnacle the boss maps. Right, but yeah. it never crashed the price of that. Even though in softcore trade, it became super like a, a super prevalent good thing to run for making money, like just for profitability. But the demand for those maps was so high that it barely even affected them. It didn't really. It was just a good thing, and it was just a, a very different way to play. And people were making characters specifically for it that were like similar to lab runners so they could go like super quick it was just a different way to play and i don't i don't feel like it broke anything i don't feel like it broke anything economically and it was just a completely different way to be playing the game and they just kind of got rid of it and that feels weird like it feels forced i just don't know why it's gone even though it's not something i was going to do like i don't want to do that i want to do super juiced like I want a thousand rampage stacks while I can still see the portal that I entered the map from. That's the kind of mapping I do. Like I was never going to do that, but I don't understand why it got taken away because it just wasn't. It wasn't that. It wasn't breaking anything. Maybe it was still like a, a way they don't want the game to be played. I have no idea what you're talking about. All right, <laughs> I'm so still there's... out of the loop on this one. I'm just like. Two maps. Well, that, that's Boss good. Rushing. That's good because many viewers may be in the same boat. So, do you quickly want to explain what you were talking about, Banner? Yeah, what are I you think saying? Like, right, you're so better at it than I am. The, the TLDR was that you would take all of the interconnected map drop nodes, the the okay. the on the bottom ones. Half yeah. Oh, the oh, to do the thing. And then a bunch of duplicate map drops. And then all the reward ones from the top of the tree so that you would get the most amount of synthesis maps and elder maps and shaper maps and conqueror maps, right? Okay, okay. And then you would pick two maps that were beside each other so you, you could get the interconnected ones that were both very quick to get to the boss on. Oh, and so okay. the trick was you would just launch the map, run directly to the boss, kill the boss, pick up maps off the floor, yeah. launch a new one. Just to go again, you, yeah. Yeah, and that was it. That was the whole pattern. There was you didn't you never had to clear the map or anything like that. And they changed up the atlas so you can't actually get all these. Yeah, so the the change that was made was that the interconnected map nodes, while they Mm -hmm. remain just as powerful in theory, they now give that random map to one random mob inside your map somewhere. Instead of being the boss. Oh yes, okay. When this happened, I commented, "Well, this works for me because I kill everything." But I get, I now I totally get why. That's why. That's why I didn't look at this like it was a big, a huge. Yeah, okay. Mm. No, I see what you're saying. I see. Like it's yeah, so. It's now still a strategy. You can still take all those points and do it. Yeah, but yeah. You're back of to clearing the whole map, like the every map. other playstyle yeah. is. Whereas we so had this one unique. Yeah, we had this one mm-hmm. unique playstyle that was different from all the others, and it wasn't something I did. I don't care. I wasn't I wasn't going to run it this league either. It's not my yeah. kind of thing. 
but it was a unique yeah. play style that didn't no, break not- the economy in any way. And I don't understand why they got rid of it. But, oh well. They just never liked us doing these things, running two maps and just rushing a boss. <laughs> I'm thinking about like um, just the, the historical precedent they've done over taking away our strand maps or lowering. Yeah, no, I get our, that, but we're also getting know? the ability back to sustain like mm-hmm. single maps, right? So it's yeah, weird. yeah, it is. It is actually. I never. I, now I'm just annoyed that I never tried that strat because I love our harpies. <laughs> I couldn't take out two. There's love expedition so i couldn't take out those notes you know but <laughs> i just couldn't i couldn't give them up but yeah no now i'm kind of regretting not doing that strap but at the same time glad i didn't know about it because i wouldn't be missing it like people who did do it right now might be oh yeah right? like I, I just see delve mentioned in the chat maybe they just took it out because it was too easy to generate delve juice with that like on the favorable maps for that i don't know delve was delve easy to get just because nobody cares about even the scarabs for Delve right now. Yeah, they, they, you can get like, gilded Delve scarabs for free. Like, we're actually true. Somebody in my chat's like, yeah, I don't want point. any of this Delve shit. <laughs> you want it? <laughs> I'm like, I don't know, man. And then I just have 50 scarabs. I'm like, I'm also not running these. Shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah no, I, I, I felt it. Yeah, yeah I, no, that was that was my only other complaint. Is it's just it's weird to have a, a unique playstyle just appear that also didn't break yeah. anything, didn't ruin any economy, didn't plummet anything into the dirt and ruin the fun for other people, and then just get nerfed for no reason. I just, I, it's just I, weird. It bothers them because they want it to be a percent chance for these things to drop off of bosses instead of a guaranteed chance because you took all these things. Or whatever. I, that's what I imagine is they just wanted it to be more RNG based. It, it feels to case, me. Right? Yeah. Yeah. It feels to me like a nerf based on just old principles and not any thought process. Like someone has seen it and gone, oh, they're doing this boss rushing thing again where they skip the maps. Oh, we've, we've never liked that in the past. We should just change that. And not put any more thought into, like, does it have any actual impact? Like, is it a valid strategy now? Has that changed since we didn't like it in the past? It's just been, like, a reaction to seeing it without a real thought process involved. That's what it feels like. They probably have the data of, like, how much things are dropping and stuff like that. And they're probably thinking to to themselves, we made these things without, with, like, we didn't intend for yeah. for this to be a thing. And now all of these maps are being created. Um, when we'd like them to be a little bit more uh, scarce or whatever. And also, I feel like, in a way, they're just, like, saving us from our own degeneracy because sometimes people gravitate towards the thing that's uh, most efficient rather than the thing that's most fun. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, There are plenty of people who found that super fun. Not me, but plenty of people. They found the currency fun, I suppose. Yeah. I, I get what you mean, also, like, running straight to the boss or whatever, but then at the end of the day, it's, like, it's it's exactly how like Chris like he's like we don't want the game to be a spreadsheet and that's like exactly what that is right. I mean, there are people who go to D two and do like Mephisto runs for like seven hours straight because they really enjoy it and kind of is like some of the most fun stuff they've done. This is of the same vein. 
I don't know. But I think D2 is dog shit. Same here. I mean, me too. But <laughs> I don't play D2. But I'm just like, people enjoy that. I Some think it's people... honestly nostalgia, man. Like, yeah, yeah. you like doing it, it for is. a while. And then, and then, and then after a while, you're just, oh, you're done with it because there's no more content. I was going to say that. I think yeah. D2 was an amazing game. At the time, it was. Yeah, 25 years ago. The best <laughs> yeah. thing ever, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I played it with the, my brother the, when I was six years old. But still. The, the point of that is it's just like some people really enjoy that sort of game pay loop, right? Like and I just don't I just don't understand really why to take it away. It wasn't yeah. even like it was a pretty good strategy that required pretty low investment, but it was not even near the highest strategy for making currency for hour, right? Like there were, yeah, definitely. There were like ten other strategies. That yeah involved more investment that would make you way more money than that, right? Rough. It was yeah. for like a speed Alk and Go strategy. It was still very good. It was it was very good, but it wasn't the best. It's not like it suddenly broke and invalidated all the other Plus things, the which would be a good styles, argument to stop the play it. Playstyle's probably not as degenerate as what is possible with single map sustain now with the new uh, keystones that we get. But they just I'm probably think you. it was just an abuse case and they didn't intend for it yeah. to be a thing, and that's it. Honestly, that's what I think because the I not I gotta wreck the economy a bit. There's no like somebody's holding those warlord and Veritanias at at 45c a pop. And especially if you're getting if, if this is how people are farming, there should be way more on the market. There's a monopoly running for 40, 45c Veritanias. Okay, they never drop below that. And if people are running and getting map drop uh bosses this, or yeah, boss. What am I trying to say here? Guardian map drops. <laughs> there we go. So fast. <laughs> then, then it's got it. Like that's that's soup. That's got to be super. But I can't even imagine. Okay, I'm just gonna run to the middle of Ashen Woods now. There, I got my my twisted. I'm leaving. <laughs> like that twisted's worth forty C. That took me less than thirty seconds. Again, 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 again. Like that's that's OP, dude. <laughs> yeah, so you don't cute. get you don't get one every map 40, almost every map that's 40c guaranteed off of three seconds of content or like almost the, well, the, only the, like, the, it's like a two percent chance for an elder guardian and then a one percent chance for a cortex and then a two percent chance say for I get a, some sort of map boss map every mob, so you would get whatever. the connected maps <laughs> guaranteed right mm-hmm. so you would mm-hmm. you would always get a another map to run. One, you wouldn't run mm-hmm. out of normal maps and then one in yeah. like i think it was like one in six or one in something map would drop and a guardian fast, map and, and how sometimes fast they would do six maps oh like i don't know like 30 seconds a map Less and 30 that. seconds of load time so Less it's like a that. minute a map <laughs> exactly so that is so fast that is so fast that is insanely fast whereas people i run are, out i yeah it's just people too are fast, mentioning in chat that the spreadsheet warrior guys are saying 12x an hour which like in theory is Woo! correct but only when you've got that's like the 700 percent movement speed boot that's still pretty that good that wasn't reality for most people i'm about most to get Six? Most people were making six. X so they're making hour. half of that, and uh, not a map, an hour. Six <laughs> X an hour is still pretty decent, especially for the layman, right? The average Joe, yeah. if he can do this strat, like that's huge money for an average Joe. I think yeah, it's right? more about like the the balance between the barrier to entry and mm-hmm. all of that stuff, right? Yeah. But, so you can you can argue it was too rewarding, and that's fine. And then you can balance the reward level. What yes. what 
gets me a little weird is removing that as a playstyle when it just appeared and seeing. But if you cool. balance the rewards, then you completely screw everyone else. Yeah. For this brand new playstyle. Yeah, just kill everything in the map forehead. <laughs> that's the that's the problem. It's just literally just a fringe abuse case scenario that they had to tone down so that they didn't have to nerf everyone else's fun. I'm still worried though that like it's always gonna be that one monster that is left when I wanna when I wanna you know, leave the map. Well the one yeah. monster out of when, like twenty. When you get to, to the end and you look up and it says there are three mobs remaining and you're like, Oh no, I haven't yeah. got my connected map yet. I mean have you yeah. have you ever done a Zana mission or Kyrick mission where you haven't found the thing pretty early on. Because I, mm. I think they just like literally have like a, a way to make no, sure that you're getting don't in. Count. Because I think it's the same. Any same map drop that mechanics. happens completes the quest. Even no, if it wasn't no. the guaranteed like, map For drop. example, it's like a div card and they will 100% have yeah. something coded that guarantees that, that that div card drops for you. And it's the same. It's probably they just employed the, the same the same tech to make it work. Maybe. I mean, the same strategy. Obviously, like you can still spec the Alice the same way. Next league, it's just that you're back to running the whole map like every other strategy is run the whole map. And I just, I just liked that there was something different. That's all. Yeah, I mean, it's always nice when there are different ways to play this game. Can't deny that. But you can still you can still just like kill the monsters fast, get the thing, and then leave. Yeah. Well, that's only just the sustain. You still need to kill the boss, right? Because the connected drops was the sustain, and then killing Correct. the boss was where the conqueror maps and bosses stuff. Just do waste pool. So it's just back to anything. normal. It's just back to normal mapping now. Yeah. You just got better sustain than before. Yeah, cool. I don't know. we'll see whether it's fine. Uh, I'm, I'm optimistic it's going to be great. Uh, just quick closing round because I do realize that we've been going for quite a bit more than two hours now. Uh, seeing that there's no balance changes and we already have the patch notes, there's no reason for you guys to not tell me what build you're likely starting with. <laughs> Tuna, what, what is your league starter? <laughs> mm, I'm probably uh, I'm gonna be doing some champion lightning strike stuff. Uh, really? Champion mainly because uh, ranger. I would mostly prefer doing ranger, but um, they they killed my boy most likely. So I'm gonna be more building around uh, a different belt this time around like and more so like i'm just gonna rush like perseverance belt and then inspired learnings since oh. there's probably gonna be like no point in going for a headhunter and champion and perseverance, has like the best blood. belt <laughs> yeah no perseverance belt i don't like mage blood i think it's i don't know it doesn't really interest me whatsoever the belt to be honest yeah. i've I bought it i've had it i just didn't have didn't like it there's one sitting in my stash now, and I've never built a character around it. <laughs> Corrupt that bitch. <laughs> I just, yeah. Double it up, let's go. I think the Perseverance belt is really interesting for me, which is what I want to build around, because it's like, um, your armor and evasion then counts towards attack damage, and that's sick. That's very yeah. dope, actually. Especially when you get like 100,000 of both. 
Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And like we're, we're like I'm looking at like maybe having like sixty, seventy thousand or whatever. So not completely going crazy with it, but that's already like a belt that's that good. gives you forty to fifty percent more damage. And then you know, you're there when your defense is it's like double dipping on an investment. And I really like that. And inspired learnings are gonna be nuts. And Lightning Strike can fit two inspired learnings for practically free, so you get that free fort too. You're going for the free fort, I assume. <laughs> <laughs> so, so that's basically. But like then, now we're so jewel starved. All these good jewels. It's like, what are we? What are we gonna do, man? I like forbiddens and the all max res be the same. And yeah. I like enough to allocate from another notable. And then uh, so many jewels. I haven't uh, had a rare jewel in in my build in a while. <laughs> To be honest, or two leagues. Mm. I still really want to do a build with the the replica shroud of the lightless with the six abyssal sockets and like six oh. six property abyssal jewels. But <laughs> I mean, whenever, when when am I going to get them? Probably I'm so still expensive. leaning towards lightning arrow for a league start, just because I really like bows, but I'm real concerned. About the headhunter, because that was a build that pretty much relied on it with the plan of getting it by like day three or four. And now I'm like, oh, do I want? Should I? Should I think of something else now? Just get a biscos, so, rock the rampage, just rampage your life away. Forget about headhunter, okay? It's a thing of the past now. Yeah. Biscos and inspired rampage learning. belt two inspired learnings off a go. There you go. Exactly. See, don't even worry. Definitely get spit inspired fit inspires on a bow build. Mm-hmm. I can fit two. Yeah. And then you can't exactly. use line eyes, right? No, I got two in a line eyes. Oof. I got plenty. <laughs> two in a line eyes and no like life last three weeks. It's like all I've been doing is testing the lightning arrow build. Alright. Then uh I mean lightning arrow is a really good build. I've seen seen Havoc do some uh Start practice with it as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but um, uh, have a could could like wield a wooden spoon and still make it look true. good. <laughs> that's <laughs> actually yeah. true. Yeah, yeah what yeah, I'm trying to say is that. like, is if Havoc practices a specific start, then he usually does it because it's promising and not because it's trash, and he wants to show yeah. what god yeah. player he is. But yeah, sure. Could, but I could. think he could do anything. Yeah, fair you know enough. What? Fair enough. I but know he usually, why. Go ahead. No, no, no. no. Go ahead. I, I, want, I was going to say the exact same thing again. Uh, tell us what what is your starter? Oh, I wanted to say. I'm going to say two things. I know why I thought that Tuna was a speedy boy because he killed me twice in the in our battle royale. Oh, <laughs> and no. I followed him around. <laughs> I can't wait for that. I'm sorry <laughs> to happen again. Yeah, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. I tried to run. It was too, it was too fast. Too fast. <laughs> I, I actually hate the battle royale because the ping is so bad. It's like, really... ping in Poe was is awful from the EU. <laughs> it's just not good. Oh, I bet. I listen. I had better ping, but I didn't have a move skill. You did, so I was uh, dead just... twice. <laughs> yeah, I'm no, that's... terrible compared to the people that are actually good at that shit. Holy... Oh my god! It's so you mentioned having game mode. Oh, and it really is. You mentioned havoc reminded me of my tuna murdering me twice. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but um, my league start, Herald of Agony champion using Stormrain. Um, I also have an explosive concoction ascendant who's 
super, super dope. Like, she'd be really great for League Star and Endgame bosses, too. And, I mean, those are the two I'm pretty much... I'm pretty much set on my Herald of Wait, Agony, though. He's Herald he's, of Agony with Storm Rain. Storm Rain is yeah. a full conversion or only 50%? No. It it does convert what? Uh, no, it's like fifty, right? No, yeah, 50 it's like fifty, 50 and your damage but not doesn't actually matter. Like ice crash yeah, not at a hundred, but it doesn't matter because you don't do any damage with storm rain either. You're just using it to apply poisons and do life gain on hit. Herald right, I'm just saying, if it didn't deal any physical damage, there would mm -hmm. be uh, some extra work involved in making it poison. You oh yeah, yeah, free chaos damage or something. Oh right, sure, yeah. you can get flat chaos damage <laughs> right. somewhere. Yeah, no, yeah, correct. <laughs> so so that's that's the plan because I know this build really well. It can do all open feards and all that stuff, and I'm pretty pretty excited about it. What was it, champion or gladiator? Champion. Champion. Mm -hmm. yeah. That makes sense. And champion is just so good. That's the one thing I mean, that I like I hope, like I said earlier, like some small adjustments, like why does champion get the guaranteed fortify at full value? It would still be good if you only got ten fortify stacks guaranteed per Why are you nerfing that? Whoa, Don't say that. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hang hang on. <laughs> God, what are you doing? What I'm are you saying, saying it's unfair. <laughs> uh no. not it's no, unfair no, that champion fine. gets more fortified than than another class that actually uses the fortify gem. <laughs> and is meaty. It's fine, it's fine. That's Everybody look at that champion. cat. That's adorable. Yeah, look, look at, at the cat. Mister. Look at Mister. He's yeah. huge. Just look at him. Forget about all of that champion nerf nonsense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, don't worry. Don't worry about that. <laughs> yeah. No, look at He's very cute, boy. <laughs> you guys are not productive. <laughs> no, I mean, we don't nerf anything. What are you saying? That's for next league, okay? This league, they said they even kept bugs in the game that should be changed just because they didn't want to nerf things. So if if people are abusing the bugs then they'll keep them in for one more league i don't know what bugs they're talking about but now i want to find out it's like some detonate dead thing oh is it just is yeah that it makes it deal more thing? damage because of oh. like a specter or something oh okay it's like 60 percent more damage because of a specific specter so now all the all the all the race boys are like uh, you know, like not happy about that because it's like I bet, but it's always gonna be like that. Like they they have to run the best thing, especially since it's a competition, and then everyone complains about the best thing being like same thing always. It's like when slams were a thing, everyone hated slams, mm -hmm. and then now that they're not a thing anymore, people are like, we want slams back. We want slams back. I don't know. It makes sense though, because like they have to play that thing extensively and. If it stays in the game and it's good for like too long, it becomes pretty boring. Aren't slams somewhat back with Lydie's helmet? The uh, when you uh, hear skills deal more damage for each Warcry exerting them. Yeah, I don't know. Could be. Because like three Warcries, I mean the the item shows it has eleven percent. Like that's a good chunk, like a thirty three percent more multiplier when you use three Warcries. Do seismic uh, and uh, the what is the other one? Intimidating and enduring, or something like that. My enduring doesn't exert, but even if you only use two, then that's like twenty-two percent more. <laughs> so, what are you leak starting, Catmaster? Good, good that you ask. I almost forgot to told you uh, to tell you. Um, likely either righteous fire inquisitor. Or cold dot occultist, but I haven't decided which league I'm starting oh. yet. 
I do think I'm out of the HCSSF for this time because I A, don't see realistically that I would be competing for the first boss kill and B, I don't want to play DD. Yeah. So, yeah. It's either HC trade. I've heard some people say that they want to play HC trade. If there's a meaningful amount of the, the HC player community playing HC trade, I will consider that. Other than that... I thought it would be fun to go. Actually, I'm considering all four this time. I'm like, <laughs> you know, softcore civil <laughs> cell phone would be cool for some self-imposed challenges with uh, with self-imposed uh, death penalties, right? Like whenever I die, I have to roll, a, a spin a wheel, and, and punish myself somehow, or something like that. Like punish core, I always wanted to do that, but that would require me to come up with actual rules and uh, and a document, and so that might be a little bit short <laughs> notice, but. Yeah, I could still do that as a thing at a later point in time, like one month in or something like that, and start softcore trade. I'm actually really, I feel like I'm sort of divided between those four, but like leaning towards softcore trade more than anything else right now. Softcore trade, Andy, I say join us. Well, join I, us i, I just feel here. there's so much new content that i will never experience without doing well, softcore trade first and like the, the the thing is i can always if, it, if i'm not partaking in a league start race there's no reason to not play trade league on start you can always do a fresh start in ssf whenever you want to right but there's only one yeah. trade league start true yeah that's my thought right now the start is definitely the most exciting part for sure Absolutely, the first like three or three to five days are like the most fun of the entire league. Yeah, yeah, I can totally see that. So that's probably what I'm gonna do. I don't know. I'll, I'll, I'll decide. We'll see. Um, yeah, I think this is a good point to round things off. I want to quickly take the moment to thank all the viewers and uh, people who sticked around, stuck around. Uh, the listeners to not only the live version, but also to the recorded version. If you've missed the beginning of the podcast, this is always uploaded in full to uh, all podcast platforms and the video version will be available on YouTube. So uh, check that out. It's uh, Catmaster OP everywhere. Or if you're on a podcast uh, thing, just enter Faded Connections into your Spotify, into your Deezer, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, whatever, and you will find it. Um, what did I want to say? Uh, there was something else. Reading your mind. Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> no, I will, before I forget it, thank you massively, both Tuna and Velina. Uh, Velina. Oh man, I always mess it up. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. Vel, Velina. I'll just Vina. say Vel. Then that the, the problem there doesn't you even go. come up. Right, yeah, exactly. Sure. No worries. Is it long? Is it short? Doesn't matter. You just don't Who say cares? it. It's Bell. <laughs> <laughs> that girl right there. Yeah, that one. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you both for coming on. It was very wholesome to talk to you and to share our first impressions of the legal reel. Also, of course, thanks to Baller. Um, and guys, if you're not familiar with these broadcasters or you want to see more of them or whatever, just go, go to uh, twitch.tv slash crouching underscore tuna for tuna. And uh, the other guys actually have proper names. Uh, Vel oh. is Velina. <laughs> ladies, ladies and gents. Dude, don't, don't, 
don't ladies also say guys when they're talking to their lady I friends? I say guys all the time, dude. I don't care. I say dudes to my lady friends. I call them guy. I call them everything. It doesn't yeah, matter. Just wanted to make sure. Because my, <laughs> yeah. my sister and her flatmate, they always say dude to each other. Exactly. Exactly. But it's gender anyway. <laughs> yeah. Honestly. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> thanks for inviting me. It's really appreciate it. Hey, thanks for saying uh, yes on such a short notice. This was thrown together last minute. Um, we do have a podcast lined up for those of you who are looking forward to the next episode already. Um, that will be on the first weekend into the league. So not the league start weekend itself, but the, it's the first weekend after the league start weekend. And that one will be with Tarky Cat and Grimrow. That's uh, an episode Ooh. that we had planned already for around Gauntlet somewhere, but then it didn't work out because of health issues. And, uh, you know, it just didn't come together until this league again. But I'm really looking forward to that one because uh, just like Tuna, Grimrow was on the panel that interviewed Chris Wilson during the, the crisis podcast time, right? And so what we really want to get into is like, you know, how many of those points that were raised there have been resolved or have been improved upon? And like, what are we still looking to get out of the game that we haven't gotten since then? Uh, Alongside, of course, our first impressions of the league itself, which uh, will be super interesting. But since that's still two weeks away, there may be another episode somewhere in between now and then that I'll throw together. Maybe. No promises, though. So follow me on Twitter if you want to know the exact dates for new upcoming episodes. And um, if we don't see each other, have a very beautiful league start. Thank you.